everything that CrossFit HQ does, everything that CrossFit HQ should do is for CrossFit Octane. <laughs> so if you see us doing stuff, just DM me and be like, dude, that that's not helping my gym. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the goal, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the, the goal of CrossFit HQ, this media department, is to support the affiliates. That's what we do. So um, every this budget, that uh, this media that we make, the, the money that comes in to give all of us jobs is f only for one reason, to be like, hey, if, if you want to be the fittest human being on the world or if you want to um, – put your arm up and do the Heisman to cancer, or if you need to lose a hundred pounds, you should go to CrossFit Octane. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think it's just my affiliate, but it's pretty much all affiliates. Uh, well, yeah. If you live like in India, probably don't go to CrossFit Octane, but yeah, probably not. No. Just, uh, this is a, uh, <laughs> but if you're you know, in Phoenix, might be some yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> how many gyms are there in Phoenix? Oh God. Uh, I don't even know the, the total number. I don't really, I don't really pay attention to how many other gyms there are uh, affiliate wise. Um, I try to focus on what we're doing in our gym rather than kind of being concerned about our neighbors or anything like that. Um, tell, me, tell me your Reagan. Dooley. Dooley. Yeah. That's a nice last name. Thanks, man. Do you ever think about changing the spelling so it actually looks like Dooley? <laughs> I should. Wow. Uh, phonetically, it, uh, it doesn't. doesn't I, was, I was hoping it was Doyle, like a Doyle rules. Have you ever, yeah. have you ever owned a Dooley? Uh, no, never. Yes, driven them you have yeah yesterday a a, uh, a dually pulled up next to me brand new and i think it said it was a it had all sorts of crazy like you know like ford had all these like things on it like v max engine the lariat like all, but man this thing was a beast yeah they're i huge. would love to have a dually but it but i have it has zero function for me <laughs> i was gonna say what are you doing with it no nothing <laughs> well, you could tow some shit get a camper have some more kids. I have back. more kids. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, the other day I just pulled out my drill bit and hung something on the wall, like a, like a, a mirror on the wall. And that's about as manly as shit I do. How nice are those drills? They're, I haven't actually used those. The Milwaukee's. Yeah. I haven't actually used those. Oh, do you Christ. do stuff with tools? All the time. Yeah. I think pretty much every affiliate owner does. We set up our own rig. We yeah. hang things up. I mean, jack of all trades. Were you, were you that kind of guy before you opened an affiliate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was always handy. I, would, I was kind of, I raised, was raised in the uh, Midwest and uh, just did a lot of work. So. How, old, how old are you? Uh, 37 next month. And you're married? Yes. First wife? Yes. Um, only wife? Yes. And you have a two-year-old son? I do. Congratulations. Harrison. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. yeah it's and you're a Funkel? Yep. Definitely a Funkle. Everyone thinks they're the best Funkle. People will send me DMs telling me that they're a better uncle than I am. Just like, uh, you know, like, I'm like, what? No, you're not. <laughs> you know, just, Isn't, aren't, aren't all uncles fun? They, like, sh they should be. I've like, got some that aren't. <laughs> right, so. Um, and how long have you owned your affiliate? Uh, coming up on three years. So, in August, actually. Congratulations. Thanks. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. Are you, um, I own it. I should mention I own it with, uh, with one other guy, my brother-in-law. Okay. Uh, Andrew Bowden. Um, never heard of him. So, yeah. I think I've met Andrew. You did. You met yeah. him at the, at the event. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he's got the two kids as well. So <sighs> do you consider yourself an outspoken guy? Yeah. Yeah. And have you always been like that? Just speak your mind. Definitely. You, you, you popped on my radar 
because we, like I said here at HQ, are like looking to drive people into affiliates mm -hmm. and um, just by telling them the truth. Oh, man, I just listened to this whole piece on Oxycontin on the New York Times. Uh, oh, the podcast. Daily. Yeah. Oh, my they God. They had two of them. They were pretty good, huh? Oh, my God. Have you listened to that? No. Talk about doing shit for the wrong reason. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy what goes on in medicine. That is not a health organization. I'm sure there's people in there who are concerned about your health, but that as a whole, that's like saying that's like saying the Hell's Angels are into um, uh, um, I don't I don't know plant based diets. Yeah, yeah, yeah two guys are. Right. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the situation around opioids is crazy. You should yeah. li you listen to those. They just came out a couple of days ago. It's just a giant money making scheme. Yeah, yeah. The podcast is interesting. The woman gets charged with third degree murder for giving oxycotton to her husband, and he OD'd and died. That's that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Has anyone been charged with taking their spouse to a CrossFit gym to kill them? <laughs> <laughs> right. The workout was death by burpees. <laughs> no, totally lame. died. How do you expect that not to kill them? Anyway, uh, you. Our mission is to drive people to your gym who who aren't um, who, who want the best for themselves out of life, right? And they want to be surrounded by, and, and even God, equally important to be surrounded by people who are equally interested in getting the most out of life. Yeah, yeah, and that's our gym is like that. We're just a really diverse group. Uh, we have quite a few people that are strong and fit, and quite a few people that are striving to be that. And, you know, since you guys had come out, the sign, we cure type 2 diabetes, still up. I just leave it up because we every day it seems like we get somebody new that comes in that's, hey, why did you come in? And they'll point directly to this sign. Like you guys say you, you cure it. So how does that happen, you know? so. And that's how you put that. I don't know who showed me that or if you popped up in my feed. Oh, you did? He's always taking credit for this shit. <laughs> did, did, you really, did you really send that to me? Nah, man? he's the one who did it. I, I think he tagged both of us in it. I think knows. it was, yeah. um, actually it was uh, one of my uh, my coaches, uh, Justin Pilch. Uh, I oh, think that, that he sent it familiar. to you. Yeah. You know, I tag CrossFit, but I'm sure you guys get tagged every single day. It's a little and, convoluted. Yeah, I can't even imagine what you get. Matt was just telling me he doesn't check any of those anyway, just this morning over a cup of coffee. <laughs> no, I try, I try to clear them out like once a day or... Can you imagine managing the social media account he manages with 15,000 gyms? And I mean, no, uh, it's, it's no longer one. So, so, so someone, so, so <laughs> he definitely needs a raise. <laughs> so someone said, someone sent me this the other day. Um, okay. Let's go back to the Oxycontin thing. So here you have a gym that's legitimately trying to make people healthy. And then you have a brand like Nike and LeBron James is selling Sprite, mm -hmm. which is arguably the number one killer in the world. Yeah. There's an argument for that. Mm -hmm. Number one most doing more damage to human beings than 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 the Taliban. It's it's fucking mm -hmm. nuts. Well, it's crazy just or, the or, influence or, or, that they have. You yeah. Know, and you... I don't want to just pick on on Nike or Reebok selling shoes, you know, several years ago saying that that the shoe will make your butt firmer. <laughs> no, actually CrossFit Octane. Well, it's not that was Skechers. Will make your <laughs> they did uh, Nike, uh, Reebok did it too. Skechers is oh. fucking out of their mind. What's well, even more insane is we're in the same space, right? We're a for-profit company, right? And our, well, we're owned by Greg, who's well. I'm just saying we we have a product that we're selling, you know, for profit, right? But our profit, our product isn't killing people. No, 
we're, um, as Greg would say, um, don't tell anyone, but we're just repackaging the truth mm-hmm. for people. <laughs> That's good. Um, um, can I see that back up there, Eric? Sorry, I really want to just, this is, this. Greg was awesome, by the way, when he, when yeah. you guys came, he was, it was really cool. Too, yeah, he was uh, pretty fired up. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. So, so this, Matt shows me this, and the first thing I think is, fuck, is this Jim caught in the, is this Jim in a strip mall caught in the 70s? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Because I'm looking at your signage. Yeah. And. Then it, I see it. We cure type two diabetes. I immediately take a screenshot and send it to Greg, and he's like, "Wow!" And and we were super proud because we're always concerned we're not getting the message out there. We don't. We're we're, we're always concerned that the two hundred thousand people who've gone through the L one think that they're that all they did was learn how to build an extra trony. <laughs> when really they hold the cure for the world's most vexing problem. Right. You know, it's funny, uh, before we put this sign up, so, I mean, the, the way this What's your Instagram up, uh, for this, Jim? It's just Octane CrossFit. Okay, if you're listening to this, go to Octane CrossFit and, and scroll through there and look at this signage that they put up. I mean, this is some bold, honest signage. Yeah, we were sitting on the... Uh, from the 70s. On the couch, yeah. <laughs> Still have the lava lamps and everything in the, in the building, but sitting on the couch, I just was drinking a beer and I said to uh, my wife and my friend Kevin um, what if I put this up there and they were like fucking do it that's bold mm-hmm. and uh, so a couple of days later I was thinking about it and I had spelled out um, you know we cure type 2 diabetes and my sister-in-law Ashley came in she was like I don't know if you should do that so she <laughs> spells out something else like hey get swimsuit ready or some crap you know Ooh. and um, so I'm sitting there and I just took it all away and threw this up and took a picture of it. And then, you know, yeah, we had, I don't know if you guys were on, on the initial post, but there was oh, yeah. a couple of people that were like Arizona statute, yada, yada, yada. You can't. I think Greg actually claims. posted on your Instagram account, didn't he? And blasted yeah. one. Yeah. He blasted. You know, it's funny. It's, <laughs> people keep, keep saying that, you know, Greg only follows three people on Instagram. He does, you're the one truth is he doesn't even, <laughs> like, the truth is, he doesn't doesn't even, even do, he doesn't do, yeah. Social media, he's not a social media guy, but when he does see stuff, but he's too busy. Yeah, I can't even imagine But when he that. does hear about stuff like this, he's tech savvy as a mofo. Mm-hmm. He got the droid, he got the iPhone, he knows Windows, he knows Apple, he knows all, you know, he knows VCR to Blu-ray to, you know, Betamax. Uh, to, to, to the <laughs> Fire, you know, the new, whatever that is, the Google Fire or Chrome Fire. But he went there to, to he went out of his way to go there and make sure. Yeah, here it is. The Hold down the law. This shell, shell biscuit letter oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I'm a bit of a creeper on on uh, social media and uh, <laughs> creep on this this lady after she posted that. Within 10 minutes, she had like a private profile, went from public to private. Then she switched her name. Then she <laughs> just completely like got off and opened a new account or something like this. <laughs> and they're like, I have the balls to do this, but you don't have the balls to stay public yeah there's a right. lot there's a lot of that on right you know yeah run and hide mm-hmm. so. i think all i mean i'm not against private accounts but if you have a private account and you say something aggressive to me i just assume right away you're a fucking troll yeah just like yeah. bam troll exactly. um what's interesting is we hear and and, and this is gonna be this is i mean this is the most fascinating part about what you've done um we hear every single day Every day, 365 days a year now, someone's doctor will tell them, 
holy shit, you cured yourself of type 2 diabetes. And these doctors aren't even CrossFitters. Mm -hmm. And so you're not only are you not making false claims, but what's that look like in court? 7,000 doctors come and testify. Actually, they are curing it there. Right. And then other idiots are saying, oh, it's not, it's not CrossFit. It's movement and diet. Okay, fucking numb nuts. Yeah, but go to a globo gym and, and they don't tell you. Yeah, I mean, even even your physicians. We have multiple cases where people are like, hey, I, I have type 2 diabetes. My doctor told me to, to change my diet and exercise. And that's as far as it goes. Hmm. Where do you go? What do you do? You know, so I'm always an advocate. And since I was in the healthcare field, that not a whole lot of doctors are actually, they don't care about your health completely. I mean, you have to be... The CrossFitting doctors do. The, yeah, the MDL ones, pretty awesome thing. Um, we need more of that. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I tell all these people that come to me, you have to be the ambassador of your own health, you know? I mean, nobody's going to do it for you, but if you go to a doctor and they just say, eat better and exercise, we'll start looking up what that is, you is, know? Is that signage good for business? Yeah. Yeah, we, are, we sit on a road that has about 80,000 cars that pass us yeah, every single day. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty busy road. Yeah, and this was an old Midas um, car shop. So yeah, right. we have, um, you know, it's funny because when Greg walked in, he was like, this is what I always envisioned a, a CrossFit gym to be like. Four walls, roll-up bays, and a stick in the middle. <laughs> that was cool. Mm -hmm. And um, so we get people in all the time that are like, hey, I have, I have type 2 diabetes. What, what do I do? Really? Yeah. That often enough you get people with type 2 diabetes? <clears throat> sometimes, sometimes. I was just telling, uh, I think it was Leaf, that we had a guy come in just recently. He, he was having children, um, and his wife was going to the doctor, and so he was like, well, I might as well go get checked up. And overweight, um, you know, and uh, sedentary as a lawyer. And uh, he gets his blood work done. They call him a week later. And basically say, well, you're you're obviously still standing, you know. So um, normally, when we would see these results, we would send somebody to the emergency room. This is a week after he had his blood drawn. It was his rest. His uh, fasting glucose level was over 400. Mm -hmm. Jesus. And he's just walking around like that, you know, which is pretty insane. And so he came to us. He's been with us for about a month so far. Um, and uh, yeah. So when he so so is he on insulin? I uh, met Foreman. Met Foreman. Okay. Yep. And um, do you do you work with doctors? Do you tell him what's his doctor say? Tell me tell me more. Tell me about how that starts. So you got I, a guy in there. How much? How many pounds overweight is he? Oh man, he's got to be two forty two sixty right now. So I mean, and how tall ideally, is he? Um, about my height. So he should probably be eighty pounds. One eighty. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, we have two bags of dog food. Overweight. Yeah. Yeah. Of the big Purina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he walks in and, and, and he tells you that in the first meeting. Um, I met him a couple, like a week or two after he had started. He's like a, a 6am guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've, uh, I do usually one class a week in the morning now. So, nice. um, but is he scared when he comes in? What do you do to embrace him? Is the first time he comes in at 6 a.m. like give me the nitty gritty of how you this guy comes in? Like how do you how do you deal with a guy who has a blood sugar of 480 pounds overweight? Yeah, I mean they come in and and uh, you know my coaches are awesome at trying to make people feel comfortable. Um, we pride ourselves in that 
we start by saying, hey, look, you know, these workouts are going to have some complex pieces in them, but uh, you everything is scalable to your ability. Um, and, uh, you know, so we talk about that and we just basically guide them through these workouts and team them up with somebody like, hey, this is, you know, Matt and meet Savant, you know, boom, right there. And then they just kind of take them under their wing. Then as it goes on, they've tried out a class or two. We start, usually I start by talking like, hey, what do you eat? What does your diet look like? You know, mm -hmm. I can control what you do for one hour a day in this gym, but for 23 hours a day, you have the world against you. You know, um, the, everything outside of the gym is designed to make you eat like shit. So you'll start that early within two classes mm -hmm. asking someone about their nutrition habits? Yeah, usually day one. Huh. You know, Did, and if you, somebody you, shows up with like a Gatorade or a Powerade, I'm yeah. like, hey, look at this shit. You know, teach them how to read the label, yeah. which I've had to do. Some people don't know how to read food labels. And uh, usually by the next time, they don't even come back with it. You know, <laughs> um, in 2007, I uh, was at an L1 um, filming, and Nicole Carroll was there, head of CrossFit training, superstar. Uh, amazing CrossFit athlete and, and holder of the CrossFit message. And I bought her a kombucha <laughs> and she gracefully said, thank you, Sevon. And then she went up there and gave the nutrition lecture and she fucking points to like, I want to show you guys something that someone got me today that they thought was healthy. And she just fucking pulled, <laughs> just destroys this, you know, uh, kombucha and showing all the sugar in it. And I it was like, did wow. she out you? No, no, she was, I mean, she was, she was gracious, like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, gracious and accepting it, thank you. She wasn't like, hey, uh -huh. hey, you gave me heroin. She graciously accepted <laughs> it and then used it as a message for the class. And I, like, she wasn't like, and Sevon got it for me, but I was in the back going, <laughs> got it, check. Hope she doesn't match my Le name. Lesson learned, not even if she would have. But, um, okay, so, so he's in there, and d does he cry? Is, is he scared? No, he works, he, he works his ass off, you know? Because if um, I have kids and my and I find out that I'm a walking dead man, I'm I'm scared to death. Yeah, is that yeah. what it takes to go to CrossFit? You have to be scared to death. No, no. You have to have How did to, you start? Um, I someone told a friend and my about a friend and I about the workout. A guy named Travis Titus, and when he told us about the workout, we knew he was buff and strong and 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 explosive, and he was a, he's a special human being, but. He started telling us about the workouts and we thought he was lying. And we and when he walked away, we're like, hey, he doesn't I mean, we already know he's amazing. He doesn't have to say he does workouts with a hundred pull ups in it. Come right. On. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh and then um and then later on, um I went home and I looked at the CrossFit website and so did my friend who he told it to, and we're like, Oh man, they do have work pull ups with a hundred or workouts with a hundred pull ups. Yeah. And then we just started we just went every day we would just go to the gym together and do the workouts. We never did them for time. Yeah. So the first three months I did CrossFit, I didn't know there was a time piece. So when we would do Fran, you would do your 11 thrusters. Yeah. I would do my 11. Then we would check some chicks out. We'd go to the drinking <laughs> fountain. We would do 10 more thrusters. Then we'd walk. 30 minute Fran time. Totally. Wow. And they were and they were great workouts. Yeah. You know, we'd, I'd never done a thruster. And that story is true. I've heard that exact recount. So, um, <laughs> and we did it at the at the um, gym at UC Santa Barbara for our first month. The just the you know. Yeah. And. Um, and go to the beach and drink beer all day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but so so. But but I but I already I already did stuff like I already was into the gym. But I would think that I would have to be scared. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking like we just had Wes Python here, and he was scared to go to an affiliate, and he was a he's was a fucking stud. Mm -hmm. And so it's um, I just think that like uh, he had a kid. I'm think I'm picturing this guy. He had a kid. He doesn't want to die. He he had this new feeling of love fill him, and he's like, oh shit, by any means necessary, I need to be healthy to make it to the end, so I can take care of this kid. Yeah. I mean, I'm making that up in my head, but what do you think? I mean, do you think yeah, that's I mean, if, if that was my situation, then yeah. Like I, would, I had a kid I and I took that. a striking class. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, 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 and I got a, a, a Bob XL for my garage to punch just because yeah. like, okay, like just in case yeah. I need to be able to like beat someone up in case they fuck with my kids and my wife. But before right. then I would never have taken a striking class. Yeah. I'm punching anyone. I'll just run away. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, going back to like, how does this guy feel? I think every, everybody feels nervous when they first start CrossFit, you know, it's everybody. outside of your comfort zone, you know, I still um, feel nervous when I go into workout. Yeah. There's some workouts that, that definitely make a pretty much every open mm -hmm. CrossFit open. It makes me feel pretty nervous. So, yeah. Cause you I, know, the pain that's coming. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so you so. summed it up. Everyone who does CrossFit, DM um, Reagan if that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's a true statement. Yeah. I think every... my Instagram is D O E L E. You can. Yeah, Eric, were you nervous your first CrossFit Dooley. workout? Yeah. Um, no, because I did oh, the whole fuck. elements. So it's like you know, going down. <laughs> you, were you nervous your first elements class? Uh, not really. So we already found one. Okay. Yeah. One. <laughs> Three out of four yeah. <laughs> people are nervous from their first CrossFit class. Thanks, Eric. Um, 37 years old, did you plan on owning a gym? Was that your dream as a kid? Never. Um, my entire family is in the health, health uh, field. My father's a, a, by trade a pharmacist. Um, he, Drug dealer? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it all the time, the, the amount of... Uh, you know, opioids that people take. It's insane. Uh, but he also would, was in management. So he um, was the COO of a small hospital in Michigan and then uh, became the CEO. My mother was a nurse for 40 some years. My sister's uh, a nurse and she's in management now. Um, and then I was in nuclear medicine for, I don't know, 12 years or so. And then. Uh, so you've seen the underbelly. Yeah, my entire life. And your whole family has. Yeah. It's so pretty crazy. What, what exactly is nuclear medicine or nuclear? Yeah. Um, so it's checking the function of organs. Um, you know, we can image pretty much any internal organ uh, in your body. Um, what, what I mainly did was uh, we inject radioactive isotopes into people's bloodstreams. And this isotope is attached to a pharmaceutical that is, acts as the carrier. So, uh, you know, Organs have a f high affinity for certain things, you know, and then the carrier brings the radiation into those organs, and then we can image them. So it's like a reverse X-ray, you know. Okay. X-rays come out of a machine mm -hmm. and burn an image on a screen behind you um, to see the structure of whatever organ you're in. Nuclear medicine is the opposite; it comes out of your body. So we inject it straight into your body. It comes out, and then uh, through several algorithms um, in the computer. It develops an image. So the later part of my career um, was in Colorado, and I did mostly PET CT studies. Have you guys heard of PET CT studies? I saw on your Instagram, I saw the machine. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so really what a PET CT study is, is uh, 
it we inject radioactive glucose. It's basically sugar water that's radioactive. And rapidly growing cells have this like big sweet tooth or high affinity for mm. glucose. So it travels through the bloodstream and it attaches to those areas. So mainly what we're looking for is cancer. So we can kind of stage how you know, progress the cancer is. Once somebody's diagnosed, we can see if it's come back, we can see if the treatment's working, all that kind of stuff. So how many cancers can you identify with that method? Well, what percentage of it's them? not so much identification because there's so many different kinds of cancer out there that you typically have to do biopsies. Maybe identify is not the right word. Can, can you do that process to them without them? Can you do that process to them, inject them with that radioactive glucose and um, not see any, not see it attach anywhere, and they still have cancer. Like, are there cancers that like it won't reveal? Maybe that's what I mean. Uh, it is a very small uh, number that it doesn't reveal, and also things can come into play with that. If you know, we have to make sure that an individual's glucose level is in with, within a normal range or a certain range that is set by a radiologist. Mm -hmm. If your glucose level is so high. Once we inject this uh, radioactive glucose, these cells have already absorbed a high amount of glucose, so that's not going to be as accurate. Right. So um, that comes into play as well. But it's a very sensitive test. You know, if uh, you had cancer, I would recommend getting one of these exams done because it can. It's from head to toe. You know, pancreatic can, cancer. Yeah. Breast cancer. Yeah. Colon. Yeah. Next. How about the <laughs> isn't lymphoma a cancer? Yep. Every oh. everything, man. Brain cancer? Uh yeah, brain is a little bit hard harder um on that. The gold standard on a brain imaging is MRI, typically. Um, but uh you know, there are cells that use glucose in your body for energy and your brain is always active, so it's going to use glucose no matter what. Um, whether your body produces it or if you, you know, ingest Test it. Testicular? Yep. You like this game, don't you? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, <it's> a <laughs> short answer. I'm kind of exhausted on the types of cancer I could throw out. I know, right? I just, um, I didn't eat anything besides coffee and water for 46 hours two days ago. I'm surprised you're still with us. It, 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 it was actually, if I didn't have three kids and it was the two days we didn't use any nannies and, and I did that, I did some crazy work out here, but, uh, but if I could have just rested a little bit, like 10 minutes every hour, I could have sat down. And just done some deep breathing and some, you know, meditation. Yeah, body awareness. What did you do this for? Just, I just, just cause. Excellent question. Just cause. Just cause. Uh, Push yourself. What? I just said it's an excellent question. Why? But I thought you rolled your eyes when I said just cause. No. Oh. Um, I apologize. I'm <laughs> misjudging you. <laughs> I, well, follow up question. You couldn't just make it two more hours? Yeah, 48. Yeah, right. What? I know, but <laughs> I know. I know. And you, know, I, I opened with. I don't want to tell you what I opened with. What the fast or? I yeah, I ended it with a glass of wine and a and a sausage, red or white, from Whole Foods, red, and right. it tasted like I was drinking sh just pure sugar. Oh man, huh. yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, how did how was that first meal after fasting? What does it feel like? It uh, just a normal one. But basically, your brains. I I, I settled down. But basically, I just started having more physical energy to, to manage three babies. Yeah. With, without food? Without food, yeah. When I didn't eat for 46 hours and I had three kids, it was like, holy shit, this is like, I, I was like really, really tired. And I really, really slowed down. But my patience was fine. I was chill. 
But man, I really slowed down. Hmm. Yeah, it was a trip. Um, what made me think of that is you're saying, so someone who has a, a, a blood sugar level of like 400, like basically if they did have cancer, all those cells would be all fat and happy anyway. And so they might not, Yeah, it might not be obvious where this um, radioactive glucose what is radioactive glucose? That's just what it sounds like. It's a, it's a, uh, the isotope is fluorine 18. Is um, that Coca-Cola? <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you would want to just inject I say, that. When but, you put radioactive yeah. in front of anything, it makes me think, well, I don't want to put that in my body. Yeah, yeah, most people think that, you know, and there are risks to it, but it's a small do dose of radiation, you know. So whenever you're in these medical pr procedures, like you have to uh, assume what's the benefit to risk ratio, you know, and uh, the amount of radiation that you get inside the body or from the machine is so minute compared to, you know, other, you know, Chernobyl and all that shit. So sitting in your car, Chernobyl, yeah. I like the, yeah. So <laughs> it's going to be the but, extreme yeah, or, right. or being at ground zero at Nagasaki or yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where we learned most of the effects of radiation, you know, I'm, shit like that, body. accidents like that. That's what we learn in, in school. Yeah. Did you, have you done it to yourself? No. You haven't? No. Are you tempted to just to be like, yeah, just get a, just yeah. get a clearing? All the time, man. Yeah. yeah. Why, why, didn't, why didn't you ever do it to yourself? Um, because of the, you need physician's orders oh. uh, to have this done. It's really hard to, you know, scan yourself and then try to, you know, get a, an accomplice to, hey, man, come on. You I don't think in like after hours, you talk to your buddy, it's kind of slow. Like, hey, I'm going to go hop in the machine, give me some of that radioactive right. glucose, let's do this. Everything's pretty regulated in okay. the medical field. In, in, that, in that New York Times piece, the reporter said something that really, really threw me for a loop and showed the, one of the big glaring problems with just pharmaceuticals in the, in the drug industry. The, the reporter is saying that opioids were marketed the same way as any statins, Viagra, and he names all these things. And it's like, I want to be like, no, none of them should be marketed like that. None of them should be sold like Sprite. None of them should be sold like CrossFit. None of them should be sold. I mean, you know, it's like they were, even the reporter was saying that it's okay to do that with some pharmaceuticals but not these opioids. Do you remember that part? Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it was it was also... It kind of made me sick. They were marketed since the, the oxycodone lasted for 12 hours. It was like, it released. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to be um, appealing to addicts because he wouldn't get that quick hit. And that was part of like the marketability of it. Just the immediate that, hit. It lasts for 12 hours and it <laughs> takes a while for them to kick in. So addicts aren't going to want these. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a major problem in the United States. Everybody knows it. Why aren't they doing anything about it? Uh, well, does like I only hear about it. I don't know anyone who's addicted. Do you? No. Uh, I mean, I see. So our gym is in an area that um, is up and kind of coming and changing. It's changed in the last three years substantially. But we get a lot of people on the street wandering around that are completely out of their mind what happens what's an addict look like what's someone who does that uh no teeth um their skin looks oh that, I mean, that shit rots your teeth i mean meth. i think, you, I think yeah. you grind them i don't even know no but i mean mm. the, the 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 opioids oh i i have no idea if that okay. i mean i think what happens is um you know if you're addicted to the opioid you have to usually go and get a prescription for it. if the prescription your physician's like no more mm. or you can't get a hold of it then what do you go to you heroin see. Right. You know, what, yeah. 
Fentanyl, right? Fentanyl's the big one now. I have no idea. I don't even know what it, I don't even know what it does to you. I mean, they just say it's a pain. A pain. It masks the pain to alleviate pain. When I when my pain. when my back was really bad, I had oxycodone and I had Percocet. I think they gave me. Yeah, that stuff they, is. At, I mean, honestly, like fistfuls of it. I remember the doctor put in the order, and I was like, like 60, 60 tablets. Yeah. And I remember taking it for a week and weaning off of it because I was I was like down and out. I couldn't get up. And I felt like a mild addiction to it afterwards. Yeah. Like I, the first few days, I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, I was like scratching my arm all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> in 2010, I had the same. I, uh... But there's no sugar in those pills, is there? <laughs> uh, radioactive Maybe. glucose, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? 2010. Yeah, I had um, uh, a skateboarding accident. Uh, was a little inebriated at the time. Ripped my ankle and. and to shreds and uh, had I didn't, I didn't see that on your Instagram. You probably didn't scroll back far enough. I went no, back. He went back. <laughs> <laughs> he went to couldn't yeah. go back anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, some some things are better left All right. a secret until you are, you're on a podcast. So, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So I had surgery and same thing. Uh, I was in Boulder uh, and uh, had surgery. They give me Percocet. Um, you know, you just four hours of your life would be gone. Yeah, and so then they would just you know hand you more, mm. you know I think I I got a prescription for like 120 Vicodin or something like that. So this was in 2010. I think recreational marijuana had just passed in in Colorado, but medical was was available. And so I just asked my doctor, hey, you know, can could I, I get a prescription for this? You know, but then again, working in the healthcare field, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They test you for that stuff. And did he just give it to you when you asked for it? The he said he would um, write a script for it. But uh, I never took him up on it. You know what's funny too is about all those drugs, all the ones that say don't mix with alcohol, that's like the first thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're not looking for the slow release? No, I mean like if I'm gonna, if, if something's wrong with me and I'm taking Vicodin, I'm also having a beer. And I'm in front of a TV set and I'm yeah. chilling. I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to mix this with a beer. It's going to make me drowsy. What? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a good point. I mean... I, I don't think that's an outlier. Um, you 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 ha- had a great job. Mm-hmm. Good career. Good career. Yeah. And somehow you got twisted up with CrossFit yeah. while you were in this career. What what did you what was it called? A nuclear what? Nuclear medicine. Okay, nuclear medicine. And yep. was, did you have a position or a title or? A- uh, you know, for it's called a technologist is really what I was. Uh, for the last three years, I was in kind of like a lead role managing departments and stuff. And was that in Phoenix? Uh, it was in Colorado. That's right. That's I started right. in Chicago, downtown Chicago, for about four or five years at Northwestern uh, Memorial Hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I moved out to Boulder. Did you so. did you meet your wife? Through, yeah. Through CrossFit? I met her through work. Okay, through work. And yeah. th- while you were in Boulder? Uh, yep. Okay. So... Um, ha- Tell me about your first interaction with this thing, this CrossFit thing. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned, uh, you know, when I, uh, the hundred pull-ups. So I was living in Chicago. I was taking some night classes, um, to just see if I could advance my degree. And, uh, this girl, I, I know, don't know her last name, but she showed up in class and her hands were just torn to shreds. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? Oh, CrossFit, she said, you know, I was like, what was, what is that? You know, that's a great, what's wrong with you? CrossFit? Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, um, you know, my workout was a hundred pull-ups 
for time. And I think she was, I think it was Windy City CrossFit. Have you guys been there? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's old yeah. school yeah. CrossFit. Yeah. 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 So this is in 2007, maybe, or okay. eight. Wow. And so I was like, your hands are just, they look like burger, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, she said she finished the workout That's regardless. That's the second burger reference in this um, podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different spelling. Ground chuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so say that again, sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Tell her they look like burger. Yeah, and she's, you know, she finished third. Here we go. <laughs> uh, she finished the workout regardless, you know? And uh, so that piqued my interest. Uh, I was a triathlete at the time, just running, biking, and swimming. It was pretty boring. And uh, moved to Boulder in 2009. So you're 27 at the time, roughly. Yeah, yeah. So I moved to Boulder in 2009, uh, March, and I think in June I joined my first affiliate. Were, were you were you um, just going to the website for the first couple of years? I never I never experienced it. No. Um, oh, you I just, went, it just stuck in your brain. Yeah, I was like, I got to check what this is all about, you know. So, and then you let that just kind of sit for two years. Yeah, fester. And then why, when you went to Boulder, did you did you go to a gym? What happened there? So you moved there. Yeah, so... And you're single when you move there. Yep. And you moved there for work. Uh, yep. Were you scared to move, leave Chicago? Uh, no. I was pretty pretty over the city. Um, it's fun. Chicago's a fun place, but... Did you already have your job lined up there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Did they pay for your move? Yep. Awesome. Great. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Then they laid me off and... Within six months. No shit. What happened? The company slow. had some. Oh, yeah. okay. Super slow. I think this was 2009, you know? So oh, yeah. it was actually, it slowed down quite a bit. And so I was the new, the new guy on the totem pole. And, uh, that sucks. Hey, I thought it was great. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I had Upper a snow, snowboarding pass and that's awesome. all I did. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Severance package. <laughs> no, I don't think they gave me anything. Yeah. Damn it. I know. Okay, so you, so you you moved to Boulder, mm -hmm. and how do you actually? Why do you look up a CrossFit gym? Why don't I mean that's a great place to be a triathlete, isn't it? Yeah, that's where the the best go to train, right? Cause yeah, of elevation and hills. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I looked up a, a race. Uh, it was put on by I think a, a brewery a company. I think uh, Left Hand Brewery up there, and they're uh, if you win the race, you win your weight in beer. And I was like, huh. this is my jam, you know. <laughs> And then I looked up some of the previous times in the year before, and I was like, there's no way. These guys are running a 5K at like 4.30 pace. Wow. So I quit, and I uh, started CrossFit. <laughs> Change up my sport. But this was, yeah, so I weighed about 160 pounds at the time, and uh, I'm 5'11", and uh, I started CrossFit at uh, a box that's no longer there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I put on like 25 pounds of muscle in like five months. Steroids? None. So you're doing so. So, but but how do you? So so you're a triathlete. How do you? And had you met your wife um, when, while you were a triathlete? Nope. Okay. Nope. So, um, how do you actually? Do you remember? Like, did you pass by a CrossFit gym? And be like, oh, there's that thing that tears your hands. I just looked it up. You just honestly. looked it up. Yep. And then walked in one day. Was nervous as shit, you know, and yeah, scared. Did you yeah. know any of the movements? None. You didn't know how to squat even. No, no air squat. Yeah, so, no. what exactly were you walking? In? Did you know what you were doing? Or I knew uh, that I was going to walk in and and uh, be in a kind of a intense environment. I guess I don't know. But, uh, but were you looking to be physically fit? I wanted to be stronger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fitness was always a part of my life growing up, and uh, 
I had lifted weights as before. opposed for what going in there trolling for pussy. Like what? What, what do you mean? I don't know. Some I'm guys just, do that. I, I was just looking for something. I just it seemed like you just walked in aimlessly. Like you heard some girl has some shredded hands, and it was like, well, triathlons are done. I'm going here. I'm just looking for the main motivation. Yeah, I think it was to be uh, buff or <laughs> part. Partly that, yeah, See, or strong. Now we're getting you know? somewhere. All right. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, yeah, it's to look like those guys right down there. Right. Philippa, Froning, and right. Matt Chan. Wes was making fun of me for that being there. By the way, I do, I do not know how that got there, but, like, I'm also not moving it. I would have gladly given it to him. To like, Wes? Oh, yeah, I when you offered it up, I was yeah. like, yeah, Wes, take I would, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, and then you were hooked. Yep. Immediately? Yeah. Like you knew? Yeah, within the first week. And do you remember what it was? Was it the coaches? Was it the community? Was it the intensity? Was it the newness? Was it what was it? It's kind of all of the above. Um, not so much the coaches, but it was definitely how uh, hard the workouts were and the people that were in the gym. Um, I'm still friends with. I just got off the phone with one of the guys that I started uh, that gym with, and um, you know he now owns an affiliate in Colorado and Boulder, and uh, we still talk. That's from 2009. What's the name of the affiliate? Boulder CrossFit. Boulder CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, Gary Berg. It's right down the street from Roots. You guys been to Roots? Yep, of yeah. course. Of I course. Remember, I remember Roots. Oh, Were you there in the beginning, Roots? I actually think that I was in... That tiny little space they had downtown Boulder? Bowl, I think I was in Boulder sitting at a coffee shop editing some videos in 2008 or nine, whenever it was. And I think Nicole Christensen walked by... We made eye contact. We recognized each other from something, and we started talking. And she goes, "Oh, I'm signing a lease right now on a place. I'm going to open my own gym." I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I did a few drop-ins at CrossFit Roots in 2009. Awesome gym. Now it's huge. Great coaching. Great yeah. gym. Great. I mean, it's 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 one of those gyms you can call the best CrossFit gym in the world. I mean, I know that there's a lot of best, you know. Mm -hmm. um, CrossFit gyms in the world, but that's definitely one of them. Yeah, Nicole does an awesome job. Mm -hmm. So I use that because pe people need to understand that. Like some, some I remember being. I went to UC Santa Barbara for college, and I'm like, oh my god! I said to my friend, "That's the hottest girl in the whole fucking world." And he goes, "Dude, you just said that like two days ago." I go, "I know. There's like 300 of them here. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> they're all on the mountaintop. And there's a lot of you know, not every CrossFit gym is the best CrossFit gym in the world, but there are some. There are a handful of you know." Of the greatest ones. Mm -hmm. um, what makes the greatest CrossFit gym in the world? Uh, I think that the uh, it's a reflection of the owner and uh, the type of the community that they build with uh, their intention. You know, um, like you were saying, driving people to these affiliates to know that these are the places, like the lifeboats, right? Mm -hmm. That we're saving people's lives and curing chronic illness instead of trying to send somebody to the games or if the owner is just like, I want to work out all the time and try to make it to regionals. That doesn't work, mm -hmm. you know? But um, every affiliate's different. I mean, you guys have dropped into several before, I'm sure. And just For the sure. coaches are, are all different. Each gym is different. And I think the good CrossFit gyms really are focused on quality of coaching and um, – scaling movements to people's abilities instead of, you know, and correcting bad movement, you know. Um, I think that's what some of the best affiliates are doing. Mm -hmm. You said uh, reflection and intention. 
and, and that's what makes the gym. The owners, it's a reflection of the owner and the owner's intention. And that I, I pictured like these two like beams, and they not only do they have to be the right reflection and the right intention, but they pro, they have to like come together too, right? I picture these two circles that have to come together and align perfectly because you could be reflecting one thing and your attention intention could be something else because like for lack of a better word, you're a poser. Mm-hmm. And so you not only do you maybe have maybe you have the right reflection, it's but the wrong intention, right? And the two actually have to like. So let's say you want your place to be cure type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. Let's say that's that's your intention. Your reflection is going to have to be this. You have to be a pretty fucking benevolent person. Yeah, you have to be a good person. Yeah, yeah, and you know, helping people doesn't. It's it's it's. I, I want to say it doesn't come natural. I want to say like. Maybe your parents give that shit to you? Possibly. I don't know. I think it does to some people. Yeah? Some people are just over the top wanting to help. I mean, look at... Like, uh, does that most... make you feel sick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a guy help me this week. He helped me with uh, my plumbing. And I he's like, did not want any money, nothing. Just He was just happy to help. And that's, that's what he likes to do. And I want to venture out and say that a lot of the really good coaches out there... I mean, look at the seminar staff. I mean, they're all like that, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like well, the, it's like the help. Yeah, you hope so. Are 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 you are you a genuinely helping person? Yeah. So like, I dropped my motorcycle the other day, <laughs> on SoCal. Okay. And I went to try to pick it up, and I couldn't pick it up. What's wrong with you, <laughs> Sylvan? <laughs> <laughs> Skip but, deadlift day. Yeah, and when I, I say guess. the other day, this is about <laughs> this is about a year and a half ago, but but or maybe six months. I don't even know how long ago. But I remember right right before Tyson was like, "Hey, I'll give you a lesson on how to pick your motorcycle up." And I was like, nah, I don't need that. I'm not dropping it. And then I dropped it. But um, good thing I wasn't moving. And and within two minutes, a guy in a three-piece suit stopped, pulls his car over, blocks traffic, and gets out and helps me. It's awesome. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You would um, see me struggling and do that? Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had uh, multiple things happen around our, our facility. And, um, you know, the talking about intention of opening up um my intention along with uh andrew my business partner was to uh make people healthier you know the best version of them themselves but not only that we opened up in an area that you know phoenix is kind of unique as far as uh, there's nice areas right next to impoverished areas and uh our intention was to give back to the community not the community within the gym but to the community that we opened up in. And so within a short amount of time, we had uh, uh, a principal of one of the local schools uh, join our gym, Jeff Geyer. He's 52 years old now. And uh, it, it was like, how can we help your, your school out? And it's K through eight or something like that. And so every year we fundraise for them uh, around Thanksgiving and Christmas to help feed I think this last Thanksgiving we helped feed 40 families. So of kids who go to the school. Yes. Yeah, that's way. That's awesome. right in our community. And then we had, we do like an angel tree or whatever that's called for Christmas, and we adopted seven families I think this year, and all of our members are awesome. We, they you know buy presents for these kids. We go and deliver them. It's it's fantastic. So cool. do any of the teachers at the school do it? Um, we don't have one from that particular school but, but the principal does it yeah mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. and he's constantly trying to get the teachers to come in but uh you know can lead a horse to water but can't force him to drink it mm-hmm. you, so. you know all every single profession that i interact with whether it be you know my plumber my junior high school mm-hmm. teacher my um 
there's no doubt that appearance is huge. It is like huge. Um, I, I made a post saying that I wish my doctor, I would want my doctor to be a CrossFitter and someone's like, Hey, you shouldn't pick your doctor based on your, on your favorite pastime. And that's like, I understand someone saying that, but they obviously have, they obviously aren't a CrossFitter or don't understand CrossFit. I would assume they're not a CrossFitter, whoever made that comment, but like, I don't just want my doctor to be it. I want my kids preschool teacher to be a CrossFitter. I want my plumber to be one because I know that they're they're not going to be taking shortcuts. I know they're going to show up and be a good role model. I know that they're not going to leave a they're not going to walk into my house drinking a coke so my kid can see. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> going to be a a contributing med, uh, member to elevating civilization. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting you say that you know, and make your job easier. <clears throat> yeah, but you say that these people shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't uh, seek out something for your pastime. It's your lifestyle. And so why don't you want to surround your your entire environment based on the lifestyle you want to live? Your belief system. Yeah. Do you, I'm going to be just really crass here. Do you want your plumber coming over to your house with his ass hanging out, sweating all over the fucking place? Or do you want your plumber to look like fucking um, uh, Wes Pyatt come over in a fucking wife beater and some fucking tight jeans and be like, <laughs> I mean, you know, you want you want the dude to be... That's fine as long as my wife's not at home. Yes. <laughs> you, 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 you don't want anyone, you just, you want people to be, um, you, you, you want to be around pleasing people, just like you don't like going into your garage and seeing a dent in your car. Yeah. You know, you, you want shit to be in order. You want to be around healthy. I mean, you don't have to be these guys. I mean, this is. That's but, intense, yeah. But, um. But when someone is someone when you're working with someone and they're sweating just because they're so overweight, it's not fun to be around. Yeah, it's it's a distraction. Well, and that's the nice. You don't even have to judge it or hate it, but it but it's a distraction. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about a CrossFit community is um, when you're in a gym, you have people from all different backgrounds who know somebody that can help or right that can right. help themselves. You know, what I mean, right. we have people that can do pretty much anything. Right. The best gyms. plumber in Phoenix goes to your gym. The best cardiologist in, in the best principal in Phoenix goes to your gym. Yeah. When I say the best, I mean there's maybe two of the best. But yeah, I well, get it. Well, and what's even better is there's accountability. The best podcast is done by CrossFitters. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Just check out the charts. Uh, <laughs> there's accountability each way there, right? So you have accountability towards that person, your plumber, and the plumber has it back to you. And like, where else do you find that? Right, like they that they feel an expectation to do a job for you well because if they were putting the same expectation on you, they'd want the same in return. Yeah. Do you want one of these? I'm good for now. Do you want one of these? My hair is on fire right now. I'm so caffeinated. Hey, so you you, (laughs) when you go places and you order and they ask your name, do you give your name? Yeah. Because I give my son's name. Do you? Is that weird? You know, it's always funny. Like back in the day, I used to. They would ask, you know, you go to a restaurant and they're like, what's your, what's the name to put on this? And I would, it's such a pain in the ass to say, say my last name. And then mm-hmm. well, how do you spell that? Mm-hmm. You know, it is, um, it's, it's a beautiful last name, both the spelling and the, um, both the spelling and the pronunciation too bad. The, um, the, the reflection and intention don't align. <laughs> <laughs> it's duly and spent do, spelt doily. Yeah. Well done, so exactly. well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Du- duly. What, what is that? Which nationality? You know, I didn't, I, it's, what? It's crazy. It my, sounded kind of, you don't Ar- know what ethnicity? It's it sounded kind of Armenian. No, it? it's definitely oh, not. Okay. It's, it's Dutch and, uh, oh, okay, you know, Dutch. yeah. And, uh, a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm a mutt of yeah. America. So, Okay, so so given the name, you don't give your son's name, or you did give your son's uh, name? I used to give uh, Wild, so then I just, you know, you say Wild Party of Four. Oh. Some oh, stupid joke, but yeah. 
from the movie with the just wild wild yeah, yeah okay today yeah. when i got my coffee they wrote down max yeah well you know what they write a lot when i say avi they write javi g j a v i i'm like avi oh holly javi i don't know but it's a trip I um, in spanish the j is silent but right? seven's hard yeah so i just do avi and and it kind of make you know makes me all warm all over when i say his name do you like being a dad you think you're uh your other kids are going to be jealous when they find that out. Dad, how come you only use Avi's <laughs> name to order coffee? You know, I was thinking, about, gonna I, I was thinking about naming one of my kids after me, and Greg was like, hey, man, it's going to fuck the other two up. I don't know if I agree with that, but actually, I wasn't going to name him after me. I just like my name. It, it, it's it's giving me a lot of challenges. Well, I mean, life, do you so. think both your parents uh, love you and your sister equally? No, they love me way more. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it, it's inherently going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to happen. You're going to love one. My dad loves my sister more. My mom loves me more. Well, the, he got an even split there. You only have one kid, right? Yeah. Are you I have no idea if that's true, by the way. I don't it think that's true. It has to be. There no. has to be a favorite. Well, Eric, do you have siblings? Two older brothers. Are you the favorite? Yeah. Are you Here really? There I, wonder if they, I wonder if everyone thinks they're the favorite. Are you, do you have siblings? <laughs> yeah, of are course. You, who's I'm the favorite? favorite? You are? Yeah. Okay, see. I'm not the favorite. You're, oh, you're not? <laughs> no. Oh, come on. Nah. No I think way. your mom's smitten over you. No, my brother and my mom are very similar. And I'm a lot like my dad. I never, I never knew my dad, so I think they kind of side with each other. I'm cool with it, though. You, you, you have a German Shepherd? I do. How did you choose that dog? Uh, actually, my wife had it before uh, I had met her. She came. I dog. adopted the dog. Yeah, but didn't you post a puppy of that picture? A puppy? Didn't you post? She it? had a yeah. So I met her, um, you know, in 2012 ish, and uh, she already had this this German Shepherd that we have, Nala is her name. And how old was and how old was the dog? Man, months, yeah, six months maybe. So it was a puppy. Yeah, it was a total puppy. And how did you meet your wife? At work, told her I was taking her job. Oh, it was kind of a bold. Yeah, she cried. She didn't know shit. It's a long story, but basically uh, I was doing a PRN work, which is I just floated around to a, a bunch of different hospitals. And uh, one of the hospitals... This had, is after you got released from... Yeah, yeah. So you came to Boulder, worked at a job for six months, got yep. released, and then found another job. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. And, and now you're, and you're doing CrossFit, so you yep. get a little swagger. Yep, yep. And uh, so this guy I, I knew was like, oh, this other hospital's hiring somebody they're looking for a PRN job Shannon is uh is leaving for a full-time job well she didn't know that they were going to offer her a full-time job at that hospital and that so I called and she answered the phone I was like oh I'm the guy that's going to take your job and she just went silent I was like hello and she handed the phone to a manager she went in to this other room and was thinking she was getting fired oh yeah Real dick move on my part. <laughs> Did you know? But you didn't. I didn't. Know. I didn't. Have, okay. I had no clue. You know. So um, anyway, long story short, she got a full time job there. I started working as uh, just as needed. You know, filling in for people or when they were really busy. And uh, yeah, the rest is just history. How do you know she cried? She told me. <laughs> do you know the last time you cried? Uh, yeah, yeah. What happened? Oh man. I think it was um it's hard to remember but uh i know the only time that i'm really reflecting is that when my grandfather passed how long ago was that oh 2009 dude that's a long time without crying i'm sure there's been other times you know 
I put I was in the garage this weekend and I put on YouTube um you know those shows that were like people sing and they get judged <laughs> Oh yeah like American Idol Yes okay. those kind of shows I don't think it was that one but it was a compilation on YouTube and I did it cuz I knew it would keep entertain my kids Holy shit, I cried my fucking eyes out. <laughs> They'll tell you like some crazy backstory, like some seven-year-old kid. Like I'm trying not to listen. I'm trying to get, like, get work done in the garage. And I hear some <laughs> seven-year-old kid like, yeah, my mom just passed away and this song's dedicated to her. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. And next thing you know, I'm like crying. I'm like, what is going on? Those shows are, those shows are, will rock your world. Yeah. I, I recommend you do that, yeah. Um, so, so you meet your wife and how long before you get her into CrossFit? Uh, you know, she had started, um, a little bit like it's, it's right around the same time she started at a gym in, in, um, Denver or Thornton, Colorado, CrossFit Eminence. Is that, is, so is that what kind of brought you guys together? Uh, no, I just, she, she had a boyfriend at the time and uh, I don't think things were going very well. And I, I kind of knew that, you know, that was going on and I But was, what are the odds of you meeting someone who also does CrossFit? <laughs> At this day and age, pretty high if you're going into a CrossFit gym. But but, but you didn't meet but you didn't meet her in a CrossFit gym, right? Isn't that a trip? I mean, you met her at uh, at this job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I invited her to uh, go mountain biking. I was like, I'll show you how to mountain bike, you know. And uh, she was like, Yeah, let's do it. We never made it mountain biking. We just and went she out. and she had a boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, so you were yeah, the, that ended. So you were the rebound. <laughs> yeah, it might have been the reason why that didn't make it. You know, so. But so you ask her out, and, and when you asked her out, did you know she did CrossFit? No, um, I had been talking about it, um, and uh, I think of course, that, like any good CrossFitter, yeah, <laughs> like any CrossFitter, yeah. And so then she had started at a gym, um, great gym in, in Thornton, uh, CrossFit Eminence, and it's an awesome gym. And and uh, and then I eventually started going there as well, and so we just worked out. Did together. you go there to pursue her? No, no, just I had heard that that was a great. She was like, you got to see this gym. It's awesome. I did a couple drop-ins there. Like the coaches, the owners are are really good, really good owners. And so then you ask her out, you guys start dating, mm -hmm. and how do, you, how do you make it, how do you guys move from Colorado to Phoenix? So, uh, yeah, her... And are you trying to get back to Colorado? No. Okay. Um, so her sister is uh, married to my business partner, Andrew, and uh, they were living in Phoenix. He spent a little time up in, in uh, Colorado with us, um, getting his real estate license um, in Colorado. Is there in multiple investments across the country? And um, so we were sitting down and, you know, we did a couple workouts together and he was like, I really love this, this uh, sport, this exercise program. And so a couple years later, hey, what do you think about opening up a gym down here in Phoenix? We had thought about, Shannon and I had thought about um, starting a family. We didn't really have anybody in Colorado. Um, it's always good to have family around when you're going to start oh, yeah. to have a family. So, so, so Yeah, you're next, buddy. <laughs> so He doesn't uh, even know how to make kids. Just practicing. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we moved there, and uh, a year later, we opened up an affiliate. Wow. And that was that. You just made the leap. Yeah. So yeah, when you quit our jobs and so when you opened the affiliate, were you still like going back and forth between Colorado and Phoenix? Not at all. You had already jumped over there. Yep. My wife, uh, you know, put in her notice, and then I put in, put in mine the same same date. She moved. I moved a month later. 
When he I, made the proposal to you, had you taken your L1 yet? I had taken my L1 in, in 2012, so I'd been coaching for a while. Um, what inspired that? Why did you take your L1? You know, my, my buddy Gary was opening up a Boulder CrossFit, but also I just wanted a better understanding of CrossFit. Um, you know, 2009 is when I started. I did my first competition in 2009 in, in Colorado um, and saw all these guys like Matt Chan, Pat Burke, Kevin Ogre, um, you know, Matt Hathcock, all these guys that were oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, old heavy school hitters. Yeah, yeah. At uh, Front Range CrossFit. Yeah. Is that oh, Pat yeah. Burke's? Uh, it oh, was no. Skip no. Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. Becky Konzelman. Konzelman, yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, Jasmine Deaver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old school. Yeah. Uh, Chris Dozer. Remember wow, him? Wow, yeah. He open at like when he was like 30-some years old. Crazy. He won, the, he won the Southwest or something like that. Okay. Yeah, all these old guys. Steve Parsonal, Masters yeah, athlete. I wonder yeah. what happened to Jasmine Deaver. I don't know. The only thing I remember about her is she was like on the go-mad diet. You remember the Gomad diet? Uh-uh. Was that the milk one? Yeah. It's disgusting. You had to drink a gallon of milk a, a day. A day. Yeah. That would not be pretty for me. <laughs> what else? <laughs> no, no, that would not be pretty for Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Or anybody in a one mile radius. It's probably what, what happened to your plumbing recently. It's, it probably was my fault. <laughs> who, bro- who broke the plumbing? How does plumbing uh, break? I, well, I mean, technically, you say I broke it, but it was clogged. I mean, but it's just. The house was built in 47. I think it was so original. So someone party. took, sorry, someone took such a giant deuce no. in your house. <laughs> no, no, it was from the bathtub. And wiped I mean, so somebody, much. Somebody pooped in your somebody bathtub. Somebody might have crapped in the bathtub, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, not rolling anything out. So you're saying something clogged your pipes that you had to go under your house and unscrew some pipes? Well, I didn't have a, I didn't have a snake. Well, I did have a snake, but I just couldn't, I couldn't get through the P-trap. Mm-hmm. And so I took off the piece that goes into the P-trap and basically just dug my hands in and fished stuff out. It was oh. pretty gross. Oh, from under that. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I smelled like shit for. Hey, like, that's some manly shit though. Uh, sure. Didn't feel very manly. <laughs> Did you have gloves on? Uh, I didn't for that. No. Did you have any butt crack showing? No. Who helped you? Uh, that day, no one. Bailey sat there and talked to me while I did it. I thought you said there was some neighbor or something. That's really romantic, by the way. That's sweet. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a family friend who came over the next day and helped me. And put it reassemble it yeah he just kind of like helped me out and it was like you know he like would suggest things and kind of like okay go hold this and do that and we'd like switch and so do you have multiple top. places do you have two bathrooms in your house just one so for a day you didn't shower i had to go to my father and mother-in-law's house you came over to my house which is a very rare event and you didn't smell bad no. you were barefoot no that's because i fixed that was i fixed it the day before gotcha so you had showered in it yeah have you been under there to see if there's any leaks no, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like f- maybe Wednesday. I'll go check. Have you ever done anything like that under the house plumbing? Of course he has. It's an affiliate owner. <laughs> we had a lot of issues with our plumbing when we first started uh, the affiliate. We'd throw parties and stuff, and it would back up. It was old galvanized pipe, and yeah. it had multiple like you know curves or you know U-turns in it or whatever the hell you want to call it. That's but, the thing. Like if you have like so, I've got one shower. If we have people come over, say it's a couple and like a kid, it's three people. There's five people total using that one toilet, and they just like there's a lot of pressure being put on those pipes, and they just they can't they can't handle them for for a sustained period like that. I bought this house. I moved into it. It was on a slab. They said the house was completely rebuilt with new plumbing and everything. I was there fucking two weeks, and all the fuck. And there's three toilet, three bathrooms in my house. Baller, and. <laughs> 
the toilet stopped working, Ugh. all of them. And we brought someone in and they go, dude, you have a 50 foot galvanized steel pipe that's fucking 100 years old under your yeah. house. And yeah. I go, well, can you change it? And he goes, no, it's in the slab. It completely collapsed. That's we have to tear, like, tear it out. What do you mean? They're like, you got to move out. We got to tear out your kitchen, your bathroom, everywhere that pipe travels through your house. Yep. And we got to yeah. cut into your slab and replace it. I'm like, what the fuck? And they put the camera down there and showed it to me. It's crazy. Yeah. We had the same thing happen. I want to kill the guy who sold right? the fucking house. We, what a lion piece of shit. We, since this happened at our gym, when my wife and I purchased our house a year ago, I had um, the plumber come out and do a camera. It's like yeah. 300 bucks. And so you can see where all the pipes are rusted out and stuff. And so we had to, before we moved in, we, we replaced all of the galvanized under the house. Mm-hmm. You're not on a slab. We are. We they've. Oh, we were gonna rip up the floors anyway, out. so they had to saw cut everything, dig it all out, replace everything. Yeah. And now they got a pipe that lasts like twelve million years. Yeah, the plastic or ABS or whatever yeah, the hell it's called. Yeah. yeah. So we're good to go. But. So, um, are you scared when you open this gym? You moved to Colorado. You moved to uh, Chicago, Phoenix. Yep. A lot of cities in your story. I know. You moved to Phoenix. <laughs> um, are you guys sharing a vehicle at the time? Uh. I had a truck, and uh, my wife had her her uh, vehicle, which we still have. Honda, Honda Civic. Um, I have a Honda Civic. She or my parents have a Honda Civic down in uh, in Phoenix. She drives a Kia Sorento. Okay. okay. I ride a bike. And <laughs> uh, uh, does it have a front shock? No, it's it Street was a bike, bike that I got for free. Oh, from one of our members. Wow, like a road member. bike. It's like a yeah, just a street bike. Okay. Yeah. How tall are you? Uh, five eleven. Okay, maybe. Um. So, so you guys move there. You pack up the car. You th- load up the dog. Just the three of you. Everything. Uh, I have two dogs and a damn cat. At the time, <laughs> you had all that. Yeah. Oh, you yep. guys need more kids. No, that's the sign. <laughs> that, when you guys start doing that shit, you need kids. What? Get pets? More two pets? dogs and a cat. Yeah. You just just stop <laughs> and just have a kid. Yeah. You used to have three dogs. Didn't you? I know. I should have had a kid way sooner. Okay. Yeah. So it is scary. Yeah, opening an affiliate is super scary, you know. It's uh I think it's a lot of money, you know, compared to what it was back in 2006. Right. Um before Rogue even was around, Rogue makes some awesome awesome equipment. Right. Um but it's also expensive. <laughs> and uh What are, when you say expensive, what are the expenses? Uh you know, uh I think the major expense is leasing out a building. Um and uh the tenant improvement stuff, negotiating all that. Um, and then buying the equipment and then just hoping that people show up, you know, I mean, cause it's such a different game now, you know, you're, you're a CrossFitter and you just believe that it's, you know, the answer to everything, which I believe it is, but not everybody feels that way. Right. You know, so I remember in the beginning, or, or is it better to say not everyone knows that yet? Right. That's better. But in the beginning you show up and you're ready to coach classes and then there's nobody there. You know, and you're just like, what did I do? You know, and then you get another a member and you're like, this is awesome. And you get another and another and then people leave and it gets stressful and, you know, it just eventually evolves. Where do people go when they leave? Other gyms or their couch, you know? How do you do CrossFit and then not do it? I'm so confused by that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I could see leaving... Um, so let's say I go to your gym and my girlfriend goes there and she breaks up with me and now she's fucking mad. Okay, like I don't want to go there and like watch them kiss and stuff. But 
I, I don't stop doing CrossFit. Right. I go home and get on .com or I go over to the other the other 20 gyms that are in Phoenix. I go over to Peter Edge's gym and talk shit about your Octane. <laughs> but um, that place breeds people stealing your girlfriends. It's the coach's fault. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan gave my girlfriend away to Matt. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Some of the letters that come into, come into HQ complaining about the stuff that happens in affiliates that's just like what like there's always drama someone sent someone's i hope i don't get in trouble for this someone sent an email saying that one of the one of the coaches at a gym hypnotized her (laughs) no first the husband sent in an email saying hey one of the coaches is sleeping with my wife and then about six months later the wife said that the coach hypnotized her (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I'm just like, do they you, think this is like a you, franchise? And you, need to, and you need to call my hu- You need to call my husband and explain to him that the coaches no hitment. It was some bizarre shit. That's some wild stuff. Oh yeah. man, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I, I don't know what people think. But, do you ever get affiliate well, owners that, that write in? They're like, "Help me. What do I do? How do I how do I make my business successful?" Yes. Which you just posted 140 ways to do, right? Ton, we, yeah. Tons. That's good. Right. Yeah. T- tons. Really? Yeah. So, so it's, it's funny you say it. So one of our, so we want to create media to drive people into the affiliates. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we want to do. And we want it to be truthful and honest and, um, and, and, and more so the way we want to do it. And, and it's, um, it is we want to empower the affiliates to use what we're making to then, bring people in and i think that's like we were just talking to wes about that about maybe that's a shortcoming of ours and wes said it wasn't but i i my mom goes to an affiliate and she was saying that you know she doesn't feel like any of the uh, and this is in santa cruz not any but a large majority of the people who go there have never seen any of the um content that we make at hq Hmm. which she thinks is if the affiliate owners knew about it then they could push it to their members and their members would be even more inspired and yeah. and use that as a tool to drive people in because there's all those vignettes you know the 70 year old woman the 17 year old kid the right. whatever mm-hmm. and so so usually when we get any emails from and we get, they're coming in constantly you know how can you help us with this can you help us with this way think of this we usually push them to existing media that we've already created mm-hmm. unless it's just you know like weird shit like hypnotism yeah yeah right. yeah then <laughs> then it's kind of like you're just like whoa yeah uh, i'm not touching that yeah and you know like if if your affiliate is doing something you don't like just go to another affiliate right D- but don't um don't misunderstand crossfit mm-hmm. like you know don't someone might be like well i was hurt at this affiliate or this affiliate owner slept with my wife or whatever hey hey, like don't hate the uh don't hate the whole like you're only hurting yourself by not continuing right and so going back to what you're saying like where do they go and do they come back like do you ever have someone go away for a year and then come back i've had a few Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know where they they've gone like oh i just needed a break or i really let myself go for a few months and i want to come back financial issues Maybe right. move, mm-hmm. right? All kinds of stuff that comes up, you know. Um, so and it it happens. I get it, you know. And when you open an affiliate, do you have to? Let's say, let's say you know your monthly nut is five thousand a month. Mm-hmm. You do you, do you start an affiliate with sixty grand in the bank so that you have a uh, a year of like 
protection money? You should, right? right. It's the same thing with your with your life, right? Right. If you should be saving and for an emergency, right? Um, yeah, you know, and when we started our affiliate in 2015, that was our first year of ever doing the open. I think I talked to, um, I know I talked to uh, uh, Marshall about this at the event. Mm. Marshall's our general counsel at CrossFit. Yeah, it's a cool guy. Awesome um, guy. And uh, good CrossFitter. We were talking about it, but, uh, you know, um, the media aspect, has, I think, you know, has significantly improved. And there's two sides to CrossFit, and there's the games, and then there's really what CrossFit, I think, is generally about. Right. And uh, that's what my and Andrew's affiliate is is all about. Octane CrossFit is all about the health aspect of it. And uh, you guys Even been- though you do have a – you have a – cock diesel fucking affiliate guy there right uh, a master's <laughs> athlete there we have you have like that 50 year old animal what are you laughing at we have a couple guys cock yeah diesel. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. yeah we i've got yeah i'll touch on that um but uh you're 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 you you can't help it you you pitch yourself as a, as a health gym but you still got this some animals there so we've so i think um, octane crossfit is is very unique uh right now and uh, I think that we're going to do big things in Phoenix um, because we do have the two sides. We have the health aspect where, where I'm really passionate about. I'd rather see somebody get off of their insulin or metformin than seeing somebody go to the CrossFit Games. Of course. It's bigger to me. And you guys have started to push that more. Yeah. And I think that that's really starting to help affiliates out because you guys are the, the you know, you have a bigger reach uh, for people um, to understand that you got to get to the affiliate so that you can become healthy. Yeah. You know, and, and that helps us affiliate owners tremendously. Now, the other part of Octane is, um, you know, we have a 24 seven operation. You're and, open 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. We are 24, seven, 365. And the idea behind that is that, um, I like that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, you can pull it up. It's called hybrid AF. Mm-hmm. Hybrid as fuck. I think it stands for affiliate, but oh, oh, right, there might be right, some. Right. Yeah. How many? Come on! I thought we were keeping. I thought we were keeping it clean. <laughs> we yeah. Are. Did you get scolded by your mom? We're not swearing anymore. <laughs> okay, so the hybrid affiliate. Yeah, hybrid affiliate. It's uh, it, you know, I was uh, shopping around for uh, a door that you could just access with a key card or a key fob, and everything was so archaic. Like, yeah, you have to have this computer. And then this computer runs this only one program and you give these people this key card, it costs $5 a piece and all these added expenses. Well, this this hybrid AF is a company um, out of the East Coast where literally they install a door, they have an app that you can let your members access. You can turn their, their membership on and off. They walk up to the door, they press a button and it opens the door. They walk in, they treat the gym basically like it's their own. Now we have certain rules and we have certain things that we have to implement to, uh, you know, for liability purposes. But, you know, I was, I posted a while back some comp train stuff from Ben Bergeron. You know, he sent, what, 41 athletes to the CrossFit Games or something like that. No shit, that's true. He posted that, so, you know, Ben Bergeron. He doesn't lie, right? Wow. No, so, absolutely not. <laughs> so he's, yeah, and, and, and then multiple Masters athletes, you know. Um, and so down in Phoenix, a lot there's OPEX, which everybody knows about mm. here. And uh, they didn't send that many athletes. I think Tennille is one of the only ones that, 
that made it to the games this year. So I, you know, we have the ability. You can come in and, and train and have all of the equipment at your disposal, any day, any time of the night, any time of the day, holidays, whenever you are, want. Are people using it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty four seven. Yeah, I have people in there at three a.m. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. And some of them are, you know, their goal is to, I want to make it to regionals or, hey, maybe their schedule is different. You know, nurses, 7 a.m. to 7 right. p.m., they can't get in at 5 a.m. They can't, you know, work out. And when, are your, and when are your classes? So we run four in the morning and four in the evening. And so there's a big chunk of those dead hours or the white hours that nobody's there. And so that when, When's your first class? 5 a.m. And then 6? 5, 6, 7, 9.30. And then four, five, six, and seven at night. Oh, why? Why the? Um, why the gap? Why not uh, four, five, six, seven, eight? Uh, the gap it just gives my coach a little bit of a break. Um, it also uh, allows for the open gym access to be available. Um, but the nine thirty class is is busy. You know, it's yeah, a lot you of know, tired people. And, and you know mm-hmm. what? Like so, someone like my wife, she goes to she. I think she does a nine thirty class. Mm-hmm. And she basically, you know, she gets up in the morning before the kids, you work for an hour, then the kids get up, you deal with them for an hour or two, and now, and then you got them off, and now it's nine. So that gives you 30 minutes to get your shit together and go to the gym. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and there's this open people, gym. Some, a lot of, is, is it a lot of, a lot of moms? Um, 9.30 class? Yeah, and yes and no. I mean, we have some older individuals, too, uh, that come in that don't work as much as, you know, uh, they used to and they right 30 they don't want to i would think service industry like waiters and yeah. that's seven days yeah. a week those hours uh <laughs> nope the weekends are a little bit different we we only run a saturday class um yeah there you go in the afternoon on fridays people go party they don't want to come in at 7 p.m are you always growing yeah yeah we are three um, three years of this uh not three years yeah i mean we've had ups and downs but um this this year's been pretty good are you and what, what do, you, do you think that what why why do you think this year is good uh i think phoenix is more impacted than ever yeah there's more gyms than there's ever been there phoenix is one of the largest growing cities i think in the united states right now um we're seeing big growth within the city but also i think that uh people are hearing more about crossfit either through the um, people talking about it um or media for sure Thank but you. we also, yeah, we Matt also. Say, Matt, say thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Eric, say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, and thank you for what you guys do, you know. You're welcome. Are people who live in Phoenix uh, referred to as Phoenicians? <laughs> yeah, they are. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the growth of the city. <clears throat> yep. The cool name, Phoenicians. The media. The media. And then we and, and when you say the media, market, you, you know. When you say media, you're basically saying that there's been a. A, a perception nothing has changed except we're trying to change perception mm-hmm. it's still the air squad it's still the jerk it's still the deadlift but there's yeah. a perception we the, there's a perception in the media now that's been pushing pretty hard to make this hey this is this is a life raft and a tsunami of chronic disease come get some yeah it's kind of funny because uh you know for some reason some of my members thought that i started a revolution by t- posting that we cure type 2 diabetes hey i'll give it to you I, then I'll after you to you afterwards so. they were like they just keep posting all these success stories like <laughs> people losing weight and getting off of their medication look what you did i was like no man they they know they know what's what they're doing you can take the credit you're a huge Sorry. success f- like 
two years ago, Greg came in here and was like, hey, motherfuckers, let's, he didn't say that, but that's how I heard it. Uh, <laughs> let's change the, vi- let's, let's change. We, we are forging elite fitness. We have the tip of the spear. It's impossible to lose. And um, have you heard his whole Richard Simmons story? No. Basically, basically like. Oh, yeah, I think I. Uh, I don't think yeah. I've heard this. I think it's been on the podcast before. Ba- basically, the fitness. He doesn't listen. <laughs> Just read the YouTube comments. They'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, he, basically, he said, hey, we got it. But now let's get busy and get to work. I want you guys to we're, we're, I want you guys to start doing the stuff that we would never do before. I want you to start making this completely accessible to everyone. The brand is solid. No one's ever going to say I know a guy fitter than right anyone who went to the games. Everyone knows that their fittest friend does CrossFit, not mm-hmm. not something else. Mm-hmm. And so or some fucking rip off with low integrity bullshit. But um and we did it. We've done it for two years. And so when you posted that, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're connecting. Yeah. That one of the affiliates is run, has even kind of run out ahead. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. He's actually like, that, that is he's the run sole out purpose. Ahead. You ran we've... way out ahead and stuck a flag. We're like, yeah. oh, fuck. We're yeah. all high fiving in here. <laughs> That's, that is the reason that we opened the affiliate. I, you know, to do that. To, to yeah, cure not type to, 2 diabetes. Not, not to cure it, but just to make people healthier. Yeah. To cure chronic illness. It's not just type 2 diabetes. I've got a girl that, that uh, her Crohn's is in remission. She was taking 12 pills a day. Changed her diet. She's doing CrossFit. Maybe you should write on there and Crohn's. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll just sign some. You should start building it out on I just know, have just... this like laundry list of things. Exactly, that you right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, so it's all chronic illness. It's a lot of chronic illness, you know. Uh, pain, even. Back pain. Yeah. Uh, my mom has, does CrossFit. She's 66. She had shoulder pain, piriformis pain. It's all gone. Mm. Mobility, I strength. I had super bad that. back before I started CrossFit. Crazy mm-hmm. bad back. And even recently, a couple years ago, I got an MRI, and they're like, man, your back is fucked. Yeah. But, but it's never been better. Yeah. Yeah, so we're excited that you guys are doing more of this media-wise. You know, I mean, I remember, you know, going back to 2016 was our second Open. It was, I think it was the first time that the in the Open they put in average crossfitters yeah there was a girl i think it was out here in california she's yeah. a little bit heavier set she's like everybody's hero she was doing the workout side by side with oh, yeah. what, was her, what was her name i can't remember but I, I we watched it and everybody in my affiliate was was like oh she's my hero like that's mm-hmm. so fantastic then the next like 16.2 was dan bailey i think in a garage with a right. toes to bar squat clean ladder and, and double unders yeah, yeah. Right. that's where he was misjudged yeah, it was. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> oh, poor Dan's had a tough few years. And Castro, who's an awesome dude, you know, and pushes the games, was like, "If you make it through this weight, you're a bad motherfucker." And I looked at Andrew, and I was like, "Why did he do that? That's not what we're about." Mm-hmm. And and then they didn't have anybody else like that was average in it. And now this year, all of them were like that. And that's what I wanted to see. That's what we wanted to see was the guy working out in front of Sam Briggs had cured himself of type 2 diabetes. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, it was it was awesome, you know, and yeah, so that's, it's incredible to see that the direction that that's going, cool. you know, the and ga- so that's what we're about. That's the games is nothing more, and I know people don't understand this, I just did an interview with the guy who, um, I just did an interview with the guy who runs a big, much larger media 
fucking empire than what we do here at CrossFit for something that's super duper commercial and has sold out, right? But he's interviewing me and we're comparing notes. And even he was confused looking from the he like he thinks the games he thinks CrossFit is a sport. Yeah. And it's like, man, like it's like saying that you're your skin. Ninety nine percent of you is inside of there. Right. And that's really what CrossFit is. Yeah. And um, the games are awesome, don't get me wrong, but we've really learned, um, uh, Dave and Greg have really learned how to use the games to spotlight what CrossFit really is. Yeah. And that's what that's what we're harnessing now, right? That's what I'm excited for this year is see what you guys are putting out for advertisements between some of this. Did you uh, go to the regionals this year? I didn't. We ran this series. Well, I don't want to blow for you. We have an amazing series, mm-hmm. and it's and it's all... It's all health stories. Every every single and actually that was Dave said, Hey, I don't want to see a single fucking commercial um that's not pushing people into the affiliates. Right. That's awesome. And I get it. Mm-hmm. And so every single one is an affiliate success story. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It gave me the chills being in the regionals when when those would pop up on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool just uh you know, I went to eighteen point four out at, at Fury and it was cool mm-hmm. just to see that pop up. You know, because Greg was at our, our affiliate doing the talk yeah, so on health me, before. So tell me that. So Greg came to your affiliate? Yeah. So we post this. You guys reposted it. It just kind of went nuts. Um, Jeff Kane gave me a call and uh, was one of my story why I did this. You know, and I was like, shit, am I in trouble? <laughs> 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 Didn't really think that. But, um, you know, um, and so then we started talking about it. And um, we knew 18.4 was going to be and uh, and Gilbert. And or not Gilbert, sorry, Goodyear, and uh, at Peter's gym, we're like, all right, everybody, be ready. Maybe there'll be people that come to our gym. We're the closest. We're one of the closest gyms to to Phoenix Sky Harbor. So uh-huh. um, it's just like you never know who's going to show up. Mm. And then I think it was a week before I get a call, and they're like, hey, would you want to host, you know, a CrossFit Health seminar with, uh, you know, Karen was, yep. was contacting Karen Thompson, me. Yeah, yep, just mm-hmm. awesome. Author of Sugar Revolution. Yeah. So we were like, you don't say no to that. You know, Greg wants to come. Let's do it. So so we did it. Our members were stoked. The emails went out to a lot of the affiliate owners within the area. Shit, I think they even went all the way up to, um, I know uh, Catacombs, CrossFit Catacombs out of Durango got an email. Mm. And there were people that wanted to come down for that. That's like eight hours away. Yeah. Jeez. And we so we had a lot of people there. We had, you know, people from Fury, people from out in east and what did greg say what it was the talk he gave that you know (laughs) sugar kills is basically that affiliates are in a unique position to um, alleviate people of chronic illnesses and that we have to know that we are are saving people's lives you know and that that crossfit is basically pushing you know despite the games which are awesome like you said that they're pushing the limit, you know, that you're, that the hospital systems aren't necessarily the best place to be, to, to preach health. They don't do that. I worked in them. I know that nobody really does that, you know, unless your doctor is healthy. Yeah. People are only going to preach what they know. Right. Mm. Your doctor's Tom Siskron, who's a CrossFitter at CrossFit Medicus. All right. Then fucking, he's going to preach health to you. Yeah. But or Julie do- Fouché, man. Right, I can't or Julie wait Fouché, to see yeah. what she does with her after she graduates or, you know, gets mm-hmm. board certified and stuff. 
this stuff is awesome, and I think it's uh, it's it's definitely changing the way that CrossFit is definitely changing the way that people view health, which is phenomenal. You know, would you recommend to other affiliates to do that? Put that signage up. We cure type two diabetes. Yeah, it's been good for business. Yeah, yeah, we get people in off the street that just drive by and they're like, "Hey, I want to know more about this." And you, you, you didn't know? end up getting sued. No. Even if we did, Greg's got our back. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. He said it, you know, like you have my full legal team at, our, at your disposal. And I was like, that's awesome. Cause we were, we were worried about that. We, you know, take it down or should we leave it up? Should we, we, we change the word cure. So what should we do? Right. Contacted my cousin who's in the legal field and, and uh, he was like, yeah, it's pushing it, you know, but it's hard hitting advertisement and it's fucking true. Right. That's you know, the part. That's the part. It's true. And so, yeah, definitely do it, you know, and, and if you're an affiliate owner, what my plan is, you know, is it's hard being the owner and trying to uh, maintain your community, keep your coaches, uh, you know, uh, informed and and doing what you want and your affiliate and um, trying to make your business grow. But once you get a system set in place, which I think every affiliate needs, you need to you need to remove yourself from coaching every single class as the owner and start networking with uh, local businesses, local physicians, you know, go around and, and, and find the people that want to be in the forefront of something like this and have them send you their patients, you know, that are, that are at risk of type two diabetes or, or um, that are uh, able to reverse. I mean, obviously, you know, there's, the individuals that are laid up in a hospital bed and have amputated legs or limbs from having diabetes for a long period of time, it's going to be more difficult. You know, they're, they're looking at themselves like I'm a lost cause, but there's people that, you know, and we have them in our affiliate that are young and that can change this. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a physician. Shit, we have a physician that came to us. Because of this. He was 280 pounds. Not because of this, but, uh, you know, he... He knew. He knew. He Yeah, he's an internal medicine guy. He specializes in in uh, cardiovascular disease, which is, is can be directly related to type 2 diabetes mm -hmm. or diabetes. And, and uh, he deals with those patients. He's 36, my age, and uh, was 280 pounds, 260 pounds. Got him off the carbs. He's lost significant weight, like 30, 40 pounds since he started. Wow. Which By is, the way, this is the first time it's ever been cold in here. Yeah, I'm getting pretty cold. It's it's usually like we're sweating in here. I don't know. I don't know what's. Are you cold? I, I'm enjoying it, man. I got to okay. go back to like 115 <laughs> okay. degrees tonight. Okay. So, but yeah, so I talk. We talk about health, man. I talk a lot to uh, every once in a while. I'll message Karen and see how things are going and. Uh, Shaka, you know Shaka. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I, I talked to her. physician. Yeah, I talked to her regularly. I talked to her this morning. Uh, she's got some exciting things I think that are coming out. Um, yeah, the conference, the health conference up in Madison this year is really cool. Are you going um, to that? Yeah. I am. I uh, just booked a ticket to Michigan, and I'm going to drive over, uh, purchase the vehicle up there, and then I got to drive it back down to Phoenix. So does your wife get to go too? She doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a cool to... trip. So you, you you bought a car in Michigan. My folks actually bought a car, uh -huh. um, and they want it down in Phoenix. And so I fly in there. It's probably a good six, eight hours to Madison. So mm -hmm. I get in there, drive up to Madison, have no place to stay yet or anything, but I'll sleep in the truck if I have to. That's 
Awesome. And uh, I plan on going to the the conference. That's my main goal is to to just be a part of that because I, that I, conference I, is going to be amazing. I looked Three at the schedule. Days. The, yeah. ske- the speakers are so, and I think it's sold out. You it know, is sold out. I looked at, so I messaged but, Karen. But today you know people. I, I messaged Karen. I was like, "Hey, can I get in?" Yeah, <laughs> that's that. You know, that's. I think it's important, and I think it's important for affiliate owners to stay in touch with this piece, you know, and to know everything that's going on with CrossFit, to know the games, but more importantly, know this stuff. You know, this is like continuing education stuff, and I think that you know, I think it's cross the an L three has to do continuing ed credits. Mm-hmm. But L1s, L2s don't. But I think they should. I think they should really, really get into this this piece of it. Well, this really arms you with the information you need so that when you get clients who come to your gym who who aren't sold on the fact that, hey, this is the safest place on the planet right now, this CrossFit gym, um, I mean, it is – it's sort of scary. CrossFitHealth.com is kind of scary. It's awesome. Because it reveals – all the dangers of going into a hospital mm-hmm. and once again like all the reasons why you want a crossfitting doctor yeah so someone yeah, who, who is knows it, who is it that posted i remember you uh, you reposted it but uh, the the diet that the post-surgical diet or something that this guy was on and it was just horrible hey i received 50 oh. direct messages of and i still get them on the regular at least one week of people like um, going to a hospital and this is what the doctor told them mm-hmm. this is what this is what they served me in the hospital. Yeah. This is the Coke machine. You know, so one person had the nerve to say when I posted a Coke machine, a picture of a Coke machine in a hospital, someone legitimately, their defense was, that's not for the clients. That's not for the patients. That's only for the um, hospital employees. I'm like, what? How, how, is, yeah. how is that a defense? It's funny. Um, I just write back, what? Yeah. The So in the hospital systems, when I worked in there, um, it was all like this, you know? They serve horrible food. They served, you know, they had sugary drinks. I worked in one actually that took out the sugary drinks, but they still had diet sodas and stuff. There was almost like a strike that went on huh. because people are like, where's my sugar, mm-hmm. right? And then they have hey a- Hey man, that, that's real. That shit's it, a drug it's, is a mofo. It's crazy. Yeah, that and, shit is real. You know, you, you talk about creeping on my, uh, my personal Instagram going back and back and I, I deleted some of the photos that I took before I, and there's one specifically- worked at this hospital in uh, Colorado and I was at a coffee cart and this woman was like morbidly obese. She was an employee and she was a cardiac nurse and it's, she had a sweatshirt on it and said like cardiac care team. And I just took a picture of her from the back. It's not on my Instagram anymore. I took it off before I opened the affiliate. Oh, smart. And um, I really want to talk about that. It's insane. Look at how many go into a hospital and just walk around and look at how many uh, if that's a place of health and then, then uh, it's interesting what all the employees, not all, but a lot of the employees right. look like. Mm-hmm. Right. It's and, not a place of health. It's a place for emergency care. Yeah. And it's a place for something goes wrong, you get in a car accident, that's where you go. It's right. not a health place. Right. It's an emergency care place. But they don't take when care of their employees. Right. There's not programs to really help their employees. And and working in these in these uh, systems. So we're making sweeping generalizations, by yeah, the way. Don't, Please, if you have a hospital that has a CrossFit gym in it or it's doing great shit, there send is me one, a right? DM, send me a link to their account, and we'll repost it and we'll glorify you. But we're we're couple, making sweeping generalizations. A yes, couple there years are, ago, there yes. was a, a hospital yes, somewhere. Kirby. Kirby. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that just opened up an affiliate free for their employees to go to, yeah. right? Yeah. It's I phenomenal. So. I, I would love for other hospitals to hey, do that. Hey, and you know why they have it? Because their leadership is CrossFitting. Yeah. yeah. 
So my sister works in these hospital systems up in in Michigan, and uh, we've been kind of talking, and she goes to Friction CrossFit up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and great affiliate. But they're also kind of conversing like, hey, how could we incorporate this into our hospital systems? Because I think it would be great. Most hospitals spend money on new technology and, uh, and their patients, right? Yeah. But their employees are the ones doing the work. And you want them to stay around. You want them to, to be healthy. You know, don't miss days off of work. Don't hurt their back when they move patients and stuff like that. Get them on this kind of an exercise program. Yeah, you would like to see the employees walk the walk. Right. You know, simple, you know and like so the, that can be a direct reflection of the product that you're putting out through your hundred percent. And so when any of these hospital systems that I worked in, it was funny, you know, I was a CrossFit athlete and they would throw out weight loss challenges. Well, we're going to do a step step challenge this month or Ooh. we offer yoga. And I'm like this, I can't be part of a weight loss program. Like I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm trying to, I'm trying to build muscle. Mm-hmm. Well, you in, your, in your lifestyle, uh-huh. you're not a, yeah, you're not here to lose weight today. Magic pill. Right. Exactly, you know, and so it would be great to see these, you know, these places spend money on their employees and um, make it readily available, even subsidize a, a, a CrossFit membership, you know. Right, right, hey, of course. It's $50 hey, for you to go, but we pay this Any much. insurance company with a brain would do that. Yeah, you know, it's funny, too, is I, I messaged um, – I was I was on my way into uh, in- any any second now, Matt. <laughs> any second, yeah. we're gonna take a pee break here. Any oh, second. gotcha. Yeah. Are, are you are you twitching? Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Yeah. So I was I was listening. I listened to NPR, and uh, I was on. Um, uh, Great. NPR is amazing. It I was. love NPR. So they had this guy on there that uh, that was I think he had cardiac arrest or whatever, and. Uh, his doctor told him to change up his diet and exercise and that's the way they left him, you know? And I, this was like two minutes that it takes me to get to my affiliate. And so I'm listening to it and, uh, you know, he doesn't know what to do. So he starts to find himself getting into the, the normal patterns of, well, I'll go to subway because I think that that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody teaches him. There's no education piece. Right. And then out of nowhere, his insurance company calls him and they're like, Hey, do you want six healthy meals or sorry, three healthy meals a day? delivered to you free and um it was like a six-week program so he lost weight started getting healthier you know and he was it was pre-made meals that were sent to him do you, do you think they were really healthy no i mean it was like chicken noodle soup and stuff like that but probably healthier than what this guy was right. eating. probably more cal- right probably more yeah. caloric restriction then yeah mm. so um i can't remember i sent an email out to somebody uh the the, the woman that was were doing the report on this and I was like, hey, have you seen what CrossFit's doing? You know, it'd be awesome for insurance companies to subsidize. To, yeah, to, to, to yeah. be like, hey, you, you can go to these affiliates, you know. They should so do that. That would be so phenomenal. And then the affiliate maybe just gets paid, reimbursed or something, right? There's some incredible data on that, by the way, that, that unfortunately is um, private. You know, mm-hmm. it's done by someone and, and it's not allowed to be given out, but man. It would be awesome. Works. Oh my God. Um, do you mind if we take a small go, two minute man. break? All right. Yeah. Sure. And then we'll power through this list of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours later. Let's do this. Hey, we're back. Okay, we're back. Reagan. Hey, we're back. Okay. Thanks. 
Well, do you know what this is, Matthew? Right here. A lot of cash. Thanks. Do you know what this is? That's a lot of money. Looks like drug money. Nanny money. Oh, it's nanny. Nanny money. <laughs> nanny money. Do you have any man nannies? Do you have any parenting advice? Oh, man, I was going to ask you the same. I have you got more kids than me, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a self-proclaimed expert. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't have any. Uh, yeah, just, you know, parenting expert. I'd do the same thing as you're doing with your kids. Which is? Let them run, jump around, get themselves up. They get hurt. Figure it out. You have a two-year-old son? I do. And are you going to have more kids? My wife wants to. Um, we're at the point where we're thinking about it. And uh, the crazy thing is she was like, it's either one or three. I'm Whoa. Like, Why? How old is your wife? Uh, she'll, she's 34. Because at 35, there's becomes um, it's more likely to have twins. Oh, great. Better do it now. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry, uh, three's, three's the number. Three is, that's what I, I got three. It's awesome. Um, do you guys use protection? No. Oh. no, birth control. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what Not I mean. The pull and pray. <laughs> Not that. Yeah. What do you? What kind of birth control do you use? Oh, I don't even know what she's on. Oh, it's her. She does it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I think male birth control is a <clears throat> condom, right? Maybe yeah. Like, maybe like a dental dam. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the kids are using these days. It's like wearing a raincoat hey, in the shower, right? Matt. Yes. <laughs> you can't eat while we're doing the show. I'm just grabbing a snack, dude. I'm dying. I turned the mic away. I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not going. You can't. So, so. You guys like this stuff? Yeah. Do you like it? I have a crazy obsession with it. But I like all sparkling water. I don't like anything. I don't like flavored. You can just drink this. I I actually prefer no flavor. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh yeah. My addiction is so strong. I I bought a vending machine to put in my house. To put at my house, like a vintage vending machine. Wow. Yeah. Is there a picture of that on your Instagram? Uh, there might be. I don't know. I have pictures on my phone, but your um, your so so your Instagram <laughs> account's pretty crazy. Which one? Your personal one. Okay, thanks. Like, <laughs> like it's wild. It's good. It's um, I looked at it thoroughly today. Yeah. Do you ever have problems with like your like your like for, let's say let's start with your co-owner being like ah you you really shouldn't have posted that as no coach at the gym no that's a great beer by the way if you guys do you guys like bells. How about how about your how about your wife? Does she ever say anything to you like, "Hey, you have to take that photo down"? Uh, no. You know, I mean, I think it is important as an affiliate to um, stay like Switzerland. You can't really. I mean, it, it's going to vary. My personal opinion, and I think uh, Andrew's opinion, is that um, that you can't post political or or just kind of your own your beliefs. You know. Right. So there's one post. So so I get that. So like. No Hillary or Trump bashing, but it's okay to post something about the journey of sperm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was epic. That one was awesome. I, I took a screenshot of that and sent that to Greg this morning. He didn't comment back, but I thought that one the was journey awesome. journey of sperm. You know what I'm talking about? I forget which one. There's one in there where you talk about I think about it's the, in the left-hand column. The, the journey sperm take. Um, who does your social media at, um, for CrossFit Octane? I do right now. And that looks like it's a lot of work. It's very thoughtful and well-rounded. And it looks, is that a lot of work? It is. Um, you try to like, you know, post relevant content um, and uh, informative stuff um, that is going to be beneficial to your community. And, uh, you know, fact-based um, uh, 
posts are, I think, are key. We fact based. What yeah. does that mean? Uh, you know, like this. Okay. You know, like there's there's truth. actually truth behind it. Not that it's uh, it's our opinion that if you eat, you know, sardines, you're gonna be more healthy. Whatever. Why? You know, why is that? Because um, we want to we want to be a place where people seek information. You know, he just reminded me of you. Remind me of um, uh, 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 Lee um, Lee Shriver. Do you know? Do you know Ray Donovan? Mm-mm. Do you know that show on Showtime? Ray Donovan. He does, he's the voice for Twenty Four Seven on uh, like the the little documentaries HBO does of Mayweather's going to fight or something. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know. No. Anyway, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So fact based. So you do this and it's fact based. I just you just caught me just something you a gesture you do with your face. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. A lot of what I post is, 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 has, um, you know, does anyone ever say you look like someone famous? Uh, no, not really. What there is someone you just don't want to say. Oh, I was like, who is it? Um, oh, that's yeah, my, no. that's my wife and my kid. Oh, cool. Um, rocking the nanos. <laughs> woo, woo. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Yeah. Nobody really. No. Not that I know of. Okay, so fact-based posting. Yeah, and then you know, highlight your members when they do something awesome. You know, we, yeah, like uh, muscle-ups. We had two people get muscle-ups this uh, last couple of weeks, and they've been trying for a long time. It's people must love that when the school that my son goes to sends pictures of like what's going on in the classroom. Like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else's kids or pictures. <laughs> right. I'm just looking for my kid. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so, so, yeah, yeah. So like those people love that stuff. Yeah, it's, and this was um, this even was cool. shy people who don't want the attention love it. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And then yeah, this was a cool event we did. Um, uh, the the Killcliffe Teamwork Challenge is twenty four hours of hero wads, um, and then we we uh, asked local <laughs> local uh, companies to donate certain things. So these were gift cards to a restaurant. On um, um, that pyramid, I'm gonna have to ask you to take that down. That looks like some sort of copyright infringement out of the L1 manual. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> you don't seem to give a fuck. I mean, what are you going to do? You going to come after me? <laughs> That's a good point. You can come take it down if How you How come want, we but... don't sell that in the CrossFit stuff store? Let's tell Allison. That is awesome. You made that. I did. Yeah. I mean, I stole it, obviously. <laughs> Beautiful And then I took it, to, took it to somebody and was like, hey, put this up. Because, yeah, I went to... Uh, We're looking at a, a wall at his gym, and he's got the, the, the CrossFit pyramid up there. Yeah. It would have been next level if you just switched the colors around. Yeah. The opposite. Then they would probably have to take it down. <laughs> What's that thing under your clock right there? It looks like it's falling apart. Uh, this right here mm-hmm. is a, uh emergency light. If the power goes out, then you have to have a well-lit path to the door. AED machine? Do you have one of those? Yep. Wow, you guys are ready. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to use it? No. God, I hope just you for never fun. have to use it. No, just... <laughs> No, if you, if, if you what you said you have two dogs what you have she she came with a german shepherd and then you got a second dog yep why did you do that uh just to let them you know have a friend and what's the second dog uh it's a mutt we rescued her out of colorado and then where's the cat come from um she had her as well before as a michigan state fan <laughs> i hate michigan state by the way <laughs> yeah she came with a cat too yep and when you move the cat's fine made transition well yep everything's fine how do you potty train a dog i just ordered a dog and it's been so long since i got a new dog it's been 10 years whoa you <laughs> order one like yeah. off of where just from a breeder in alabama okay. i got a i got a borable what is that borable i think i pronounced it wrong borable b-o 
E R B O E L. This sounds completely made up. No, it's not. Shows is it up. like a mix between a pig and a dog? My wife is terrified of getting because we have three kids and a dog already. Mm-hmm. And um, this is Avi. Yeah, that's not normal to be having a <laughs> podcast with a kid banging on the glass on the outside. That's awesome. Oh, how did you how do you potty train a dog? Man, I don't even know. You don't remember? Yeah. Holy just try shit. to take them out. Put them in a in a crate usually. You crated um, your dog? Yep, crated them. And I think the smaller the space is, at, at first as they grow, you increase the size of the space. But they don't like to use the restroom where they sleep. Oh. So. Yeah. A hundred and ten pounds on the low end. That's dang. That's nobody's funny. coming to your house. Yeah, that's, be scared that's for fine. your knees. Licensure. How do you feel about licensure? Uh, as far as what we do? Yes. No. How about just in general? Um, I mean, I'm licensed to do nuclear medicine. I think that's that's probably appropriate. I mean, I'm handling uh, radioactive materials, but I'm just teaching fitness. Like, well, I'm I teaching, mean, you know, I'm teaching people how to be healthy. Why do I need a license to do that? I would argue that it's much more important than just fitness, what you're teaching. Well, definitely, but um, not saying that it implies the level of licensure, but I mean, don't devalue it at all. Right. In a way, I am licensed through CrossFit, right? I have my level two. Um, Want to get the level three? Let, let I me pay my dues. Let me propose this. Let's say, let's say we had to have licensure. I don't want you guys to tell me what to do, though. Let's say, let's <laughs> right, right, and, and, and by you guys, let's say that's the government, right? Yeah. When it comes to licensure, let's say we have to have licensure. Let's say everything has to have licensure. Who the fuck? Is gonna t- who who's gonna be in charge of what health is? Because we know everyone's been getting it wrong for fifty years, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, ten years ago, eating a bowl of cereal in the morning was healthy. Mm-hmm. Now we know it's the leading cause of fucking X Y Z diseases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So who, I mean, so who, who is the greatest live? pop star in the world was pushing Coca Cola? Michael Jackson. Yeah. Those commercials were amazing. Yeah, they were pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. And now we know that. Coca-Cola is death in a, in a can. Yeah, it kills people. So so who would license us? I mean, like, even if you're for licensure, who? I mean, um, before Greg Glassman came along, the only people squatting below parallel lived in India or China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, who's it going to be? They were telling you just to squat to parallel, which is the worst place to stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's... That's what all the people who are even for licensure, it's, 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 it's like you're not even thought out. You're not even being thought out. It's like, it's like if we gave the government control of licensure over our gyms, it would be like t- um, telling people with no exaggeration that gun safety is putting the gun right in your fucking mouth. That's what they were telling. I mean, that's, what, right. mm-hmm. that's how the government was basically telling people to be healthy, right? Yeah, poison yourself. And look what happened. We have a tsunami of type 2 diabetes, which is great for business, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, U.S. government. Right. Um, so, so you're not for licensure. No. You don't need anyone telling you what to do. No. I love it. Look at I that. I can my- do whatever I want in my gym. Look at that. After five minutes of banging on the glass, my wife finally grabbed him. <laughs> oh, look, and she gave him an iPad. God. That's tough. It. Yeah. Um, we do it too. Parking at your gym. Yeah. Is there enough parking for everyone? Definitely. Yep. We have 30 plus spaces. Um, there's also street parking. So, where was that sign that said no CrossFit parking that you posted? Oh, that was at Pat Burke's gym back in uh, 2000 and 
13 maybe 12 okay. that was at a, a, a neighboring business have you been to mbs crossfit no, uh many years ago yeah i've been yeah. at hangar so that was yeah that was um that was just like on a building next to his gym it's, it's pretty funny it's so funny when there's like a and, and i understand it i'm not blaming the businesses but it's so funny like um there's this place cafe cruise here in uh santa cruz and there's like four restaurants all around it and and cafe cruise is always jam-packed and the other restaurants aren't so they always have vacancy in their parking spots but they have like no cafe cruise parking yeah. <laughs> you know posted everywhere and it's like come on dude yeah. like it's crazy um doctors in your box we have more nurses than physicians and is that a good thing for your box i love it yeah i think that uh that they should be the example if they're going to take care of patients that they should be the example especially if a, if it's in like an outpatient facility um like a clinic <clears throat> i think it's awesome that you're you're going to see a physician that is healthy looks fit i mean do you would you take advice from a morbidly obese physician or dietitian or no. nurse no no, neither would I. Or if I was a morbidly obese gym owner, unless, why would you come to unless me? He, yeah. Unless they couch their advice really, really well. Like if, if I had a really fat doctor and he's like, hey, you want to look like me? I drink Coke and smoke cigarettes. Then I'd be like, oh, shit, I can get, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but that's not how they couch this, the stuff, right? Right. They'll be like, okay, don't eat uh, egg yolks and... Uh, the cholesterol's the enemy. Yeah, and here's your statins, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you ever think you'll open a second gym? Uh, probably not. I would rather just see mine continue to grow. Is this your first location? It is. Yep. Yep. Have and, you considered moving? Uh, you know, it's tough. We looked at several different spots before opening this uh, location. And since uh, I've been in other gyms from 2009 to 2015, my, my goal was to find a standalone building with its own slab and didn't share wall space with high ceilings. And you got it. I did. Yeah. And in central Phoenix, it's really hard to find this location or type of nice location work, anywhere else. Yeah. And so. Oh, I no wonder Greg like that. That is nice. It's pretty primo. And, and this street right here is busy as hell. Yeah. So the next goal would be to get more exposure up there. Paint that yeah there's um scroll back wow scroll back the other way again yeah so i'm i got two two pieces of business advice for you which i have no business giving one a giant crossfit across the top there yeah and then scroll over to the right a little bit eric let me see that red thing and then get rid of tags and tiles and make that a, a coffee shop yeah you know <laughs> yeah, i like that yeah we that's <laughs> that building isn't could be an epic coffee they shop. they totally That's could barn yeah it's crazy it's weird but that this is so this is we don't own the building and then uh the property line is on the edge of that building and that's a totally separate owner of the the tags and title and then behind there is a bakery you know what else is super cool about having plenty of parking since that is your own corner i'm looking at mm -hmm. people could double park there oh easily yeah and, and then someone could just be like hey whose car is that and yeah. then they move it right yeah. i mean you have tons of parking behind the building we have um the space too. We have the whole back. Do you guys party there? Yeah, yeah. We it's kind of cool. We it looks you know like a great a, place to party. Do you know what a diaper keg is? No. Um, Please tell us. Yeah. So I'm super familiar with diapers. Yeah. The and next keg, time and kegs. your next child <laughs> that you have, Svan, um, or even Matt here, 
Um, More likely to be mad. It's like a man's version of a baby shower, right? So you buy a keg of beer, you um, provide some food, and the requirement is that anybody that comes has to bring you diapers. Oh. And so you basically, diapers are expensive. Yeah. So basically Very. You, you get, uh, I think I didn't even buy a, a pair of diapers or a box of diapers for the first eight months of Harrison's oh, life. That's awesome. <laughs> so we've done a couple of those. We've had a couple other good, cool parties in there. We've got a lot of graffiti. We made that a live event um, where we brought in graffiti artists to just do that. And we watched them while we ate food and drank beer. Oh, wow. what, what do you think about those, um, those, uh, gender reveal parties. I didn't do it because I Harrison was a mystery. Yeah, we didn't know if he was a boy or a girl. But what do you think out. about those parties? Do you have an opinion on them? I th it's the greatest uh, surprise in life. Why do you want to know it beforehand? I'm all for not knowing the sex of your child. But what do you think about the party itself? Like having a gender reveal party? It's more for women. <laughs> like I, I don't get excited you, about that kind of stuff feel <laughs> unless it, unless it explodes or I just I yeah. what what would you do for a gender review how would you do it They're, it's it's just fucking insane all the fucking shit that's done around I think they're stupid it's expensive it's just yeah. another waste of money I, I think. just think they're I don't, I, I don't see functionality in it I, I enjoy mean, I enjoy watching some of them they're pretty funny but personally I mean, the, it's new, right? That's like in the last couple of years, they've Seems just popped like on the scene, right? Yeah, I mean, there's old ways of doing it, I think, where you, you know, get a envelope, you go to a dinner with your wife, and then you have like them bake a cake or something yeah, crazy like that, blue and then they inside. bring it out, and you're like, yeah. oh, it's a, but now it's turned into this thing, like we hit a baseball, and it explodes, yeah. and it's like all this pink dust or blue dust, you know? And I, feel, I feel, it's crazy. I guess I just feel like there's a sense, there's so much superficiality, and maybe I'm just a fucking Scrooge, but there's so much superficiality <laughs> around like marriage and birth and love and... And it just seems like one more like just marketing scam to me, but but yeah. maybe maybe it's not. Well, who's making money off of it? I mean, someone is. People that make those. Yeah. Exploding. Exploding pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, is is your wife crossfitting like hardcore? Yeah, she did it all the way through her pregnancy. She was in there squatting heavy the day before she was going into labor. And um, are you the fittest you've ever been in your life? No, I think last year I was. Wow, that's uh, impressive. Yeah, I did pretty well in the Open in the Southwest, and uh, I was working pretty hard. But then this year I kind of focused more on, like, getting this business better, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, making it more of, about the members. It's, have, it's a tough thing to do for an affiliate owner. You get into it because you love it. Yeah. And you have to, like you said, not, not neglect training, but – yeah spend your time in other areas right and i think affiliate owners uh, some in general just want to be the strongest the best in their gym you know then you get a monster that comes in and you're like fuck it i give up <laughs> but, but yeah hey no. i god i that that seems misplaced to me what's that to, to, to be an affiliate owner and want to be the strongest person in your gym it seems like misplaced energy, right? Like I said, uh, the you know the reflection of your yourself is within your community. Mm. You know, I don't need to be the biggest, strongest, fastest, or anything like that. No, you know, I just do what I think is good for me. Someone said the other day that the only thing that I expect from my um, patrons is for them to do their best. Mm -hmm. 
I don't care about anything else just for them to do their best. And part of me is like, one of the reasons why you have to do that is because of the person working out next to you. It's a community and you should be doing your best. Mm-hmm. And really that is the most motivating. Yeah. You know? What, like what, watching people do their best? or No, ju- just just like do your best. Like don't come there and sandbag a workout. Don't come there and, um, you know, you're doing a, a, a food challenge and to try to talk someone into saying, okay, well, let's just drink wine one day a week so that, no, it's a fucking five-week food challenge. Mm-hmm. Do your fucking best. Stick as a team. Put peer pressure on each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter if you're doing Fran with PVC and jumping pull-ups, but do your fucking best. Yeah. Go all the way down and, and lock out at the top. Yeah. Like that's way more important than, than your time. Just, you know what I mean? Like do your best, make it the best you. And if you're not, then you're not contributing to the fucking gym. Right. Well, and you, you're and, actually hurting the gym. And you know, like, um, when you're, when you're an affiliate and you, if, if I see you guys walk in, it's, yeah, it's awesome, but I'm probably not paying much attention to you. you I know you guys probably move well and you're, and you're going to go fast in the workout. But if I see somebody that's overweight, that's working i can't even i can't even fathom how difficult it is to even just walk into the gym but then to exercise with you and they maybe look up to you but i'm really looking up to them like they're putting right. in a lot of yeah, effort right yeah which is more impressive than if matt does a two-minute friend to me we the coolest thing that we have had happen here like in hq in the gym in the last years having gary roberts come in here and couldn't fucking do one pull up yeah. and now he's beating beating us it's awesome yeah yeah he was a big old bowl of jello yeah <laughs> he's yeah. looking like he's back in high school yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that's like the coolest yeah i mean i don't want to lose to him but but i'm but i'm ha- i'm really happy when i do yeah and those yeah. and those are the people that need to be like glamorized and like how how do you make that ultimately attractive to everybody yeah i don't know it's crazy we're going to work out or what we are. We are. I, well, one more thing. If, yeah. if, if you could go back and say something to a younger version of you when you first opened the gym three years ago, what would it be? What advice would you give yourself? Um, probably to uh, work a little bit harder at networking within the community. When you pop open, um, go out and meet other businesses in, in the area. Go and talk to the administration administration at a hospital or clinics and try to get them more involved you know um i think that would really be something that i could have benefited from in the beginning what what's that look like like really walk me through like like would you also go to like the firehouses and police stations and yeah yeah why not i mean some of those and, places and what do you like, say when you walk in that just Hi, I'm Reagan Dooley. I opened a CrossFit gym down the street, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I want you to come and check it out, you know, free. You know, try for a week or whatever. You know, come and, and meet with me. Um, you know, if I went into the hospitals, you know, I would just talk about what we're doing inside the gym, that we're, you know, getting people off of their medications and uh, how we do it and that we want their employees to come because I know some of these employees are sick, you know, and if you want them to, to work harder and um be there more than help them out you know sometimes um, octane crossfit yeah yeah new to the community i'm here to help this is right. the service that i offer right yeah. well thank you hey thanks for having me yeah thanks yeah, a lot dude, the signage is killer yeah anytime you guys come to phoenix hopefully not in the summer stop in yeah it's pretty hot out there huh it's miserable the phoenicians are dropping like flies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
Cool. Eric, land the plane. That's the first time we've had a, uh, a guest actually tell us that we're ending the show. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. <laughs>